This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off me. I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you all. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no Okay, I messed that up. Um, yeah! No, stop it, stop it. I was cleaning some dirt off of the board. I was cleaning some dirt off of the board, and I hit one of the buttons. Casey, reload it. Just do it. Reload it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We can't. We're doing okay. it live. Everybody. I can't do that. Okay. I so there was like some fluff on. Okay. Uh, on we're doing it live. Channel number eleven here, and I accidentally right. hit it. So we need to. We, we, we're I, doing it live. Doing the whole thing. Thank you. Okay. I, we'll do it live. We we're ready? doing it live. Yeah. Three, two, and, and one. one. Hello, everybody. WMMR Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. You want towel? More towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you are. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Okay. <laughs> See, those things don't just happen automatically. No. We, we have to actually make them happen. So. Good luck! All right, uh, good morning, dear friends. Welcome. Let's begin and see what we have in store weather-wise for you today. A more tolerable day, if you will. Temperatures are going to be a tad bit cooler. High is going to top out at about 85. And we do have a chance of some scattered thunderstorms. And they are going to pop up later on this afternoon around noon, 1 o'clock, around that range. And then they continue on until uh, dinner time, probably. So heads up on that. Uh, but they're bringing in some more tolerable weather for the next few days. So nice. Thursday, 84 and partly cloudy. Friday, 85 and partly cloudy. And pretty much the same thing on Saturday. So we're moving into a good territory. Territory. Uh, we're going to take a look at NJM Insurance Group. Traffic Kathy is out, so Nick will be handling that this morning. What's up, Nick? Yeah, you're jammed heading south on uh, I-95 in between the Betsy Ross Bridge and Gerard Avenue. And then you're also really slow on 95 North in between exit 4 and 295. There's construction in the roadway, and uh, it's reduced down to one lane. This traffic report is brought to you by TeethKeepers.com. Dental and vision benefits for everyone at TeethKeepers.com. Options starting at under $6 a month. Enroll today and save. Everyone is eligible. TeethKeepers.com is brought to you by Dominion National. And that's traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Uh, today is Wednesday, July 21st. Kathy is out. Good morning. I'll handle the news duties. And this is a laundry list of shooting stories. Oh. Uh, Philadelphia police are investigating several shootings Tuesday night that left 
Two people dead, five others injured, including a pregnant woman. Just after 9 p.m., the 5400 block of Pearl Street, police say 48-year-old man was shot twice, once in the left shoulder and once in the left hip. He was transported to an area hospital and placed in stable condition. A 30-year-old pregnant woman also shot three times, police said. Uh, she was shot once in the right side of the head, once in the left wrist, and once in the left side of the chest. She is currently listed in stable condition. Earlier that evening, police said a 21-year-old man was shot around 6 p.m. while sitting inside a vehicle on East Cornwall Street in the city's Kensington section. The victim, whose identity remains unknown, was transported to Temple University Hospital, listed in critical but stable condition. Shortly after 6 p.m., officials say a 19-year-old was shot in the leg on the 200 block of Apsley Street. He is currently hospitalized in stable condition at Einstein Medical Center. Around 8 p.m., a double shooting left a 29-year-old man dead at 12th and Huntington Streets in North Philadelphia. A 27-year-old man was also shot multiple times, officials say. He was transported to Temple University Hospital, where he's listed in stable condition. About a half hour later, on the 2100 block of Master Street, a man believed to be 45 to 50 years old was shot twice in the chest. That victim was transported by police to Jefferson University Hospital, and he later died. So far... No arrests have been made in connection with any of these shootings. And Preston, that's kind of a common thread throughout all of this stuff. They no. don't get the people who are shooting. Anyone with information is asked to call police at 215-686-TIPS. Well, one day after a pilot executed an emergency landing on a causeway in Ocean City, stunned beachgoers watched as a boat ran aground on the shore in North Wildwood on yeah. Tuesday afternoon. Photos and video from the scene show the boat at rest on the beach near 13th Street with a crowd of onlookers nearby. It was around 12.30 p.m. when a typical day at the beach was interrupted. Ryan Retu of Hatboro, PA, said it came right at us. And when I saw it coming, I didn't really see anyone in the boat. I thought it was like a driverless boat. Ryan and his mom, Tiffany, were relaxing in beach chairs at the water's edge when they say the boat came barreling towards them. Tiffany said... I just kept thinking the boat's going to turn at some point, yeah. and then it didn't, and it came straight at us. We jumped out of our chairs and ran, and our chairs got squished, wow. and I'm just glad that we're here and we're alive. Police say no one in the boat or in the surrounding area was injured. Police, beach patrol, and first responders were on the scene, and eventually the boat was towed away from the shore. Witnesses say a man, two women, and a dog were on board, and they say fortunately no one was swimming in the water at that spot where the boat came in. North Wildwood police are still investigating what happened uh, that caused the boat to speed towards the beach. And so far, no charges have been filed. That's so wild. Yeah, and no answers. No yeah, answers. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. All right, and then one last story. A uh, South Jersey man is going viral on TikTok for a hilarious misunderstanding. Uh, Louis Angelino III has been making money on the side cleaning houses. And his sparkling talents led him to a new client. And it was someone he didn't know. Angelino said he tells me that the key was under the mat. He walked into a home with a key under the door and under the mat, and he went to work. He said, I swiffered, I swept, I vacuumed, I fluffed the pillows, I cleaned the stove, I did the bathroom. It took about two and a half hours to clean the home, and then his phone rang. His client said, did you come out today? Did you clean? I said, yeah, I came out today. I cleaned. I just cleaned for the past two and a half hours. Where are you? I'm sitting on your couch right now, and I'm playing with your cat, waiting for you to walk in. And he says, Louis... I don't have a cat, <laughs> but Beth Motzel and her husband do. He said, uh, Motzel said we had put a key under the mat for our contractor to come in. Oh my God. Uh, she had been down the shore on June 28th when she got a call from her husband. He said, Beth, somebody broke in and cleaned our house. <laughs> uh, Angelino had made a navigational area error. He had uh, misread a seven in the address for a two <laughs> and ended up at the Motzel's house. 
He said it's the best mistake he could have ever made and has been posting the story on TikTok under his handle, Stay Screwy. Uh, the video is going viral with almost a million views, and now Angelino wants to open a business and call himself the Cleaning Fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He said the new venture has been good for his health. He said, I realized cleaning was like my therapy because when I took a messy situation, I made it all nice and neat afterwards. It was very satisfying. Very nice. Yeah. As for the Motsels, uh, when asked if they're still going to keep a key under the map, Beth said, oh, the key's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Yankees last night in the Bronx. Aroldis Chapman allowed a roll uh, run in the uh, ninth inning before recording his first save in over a month, and the Yankees uh, hit four home runs to power pass Phil six to four. Brett Gardner hit a go-ahead home run in the fifth inning before Gary Sanchez and Giancarlo Santo uh, Stan- Stanton had uh, connected in the final three innings for the Yanks. Uh, the quick series wraps up tonight, and uh, Matt Moore will get the start. Game time is set for 7.05. In the NBA Finals, the Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns wow. last night in Milwaukee, won their first NBA title in 50 years. And I know he's the biggest guy in NBA, but I'm going to mess his name up right now. <laughs> okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo? What? That's so hard. I can't even say it right all the time. Antetokounmpo? Ante Tokumpo. Ante Tokumpo. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Just scored 50 points. Giannis. 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 Yeah. Scored 50 Giannis. points and added 14 rebounds and five blocks to lead the Bucks to a 105 to 98 win in game 6 of the finals. He was a god on the floor, delivering the Bucks their second championship in franchise history and first since 1971. And the head of the Tokyo Olympics organizing committee suggested that the summer games could still be canceled even as they're just days away from kicking off as a growing number of people connected to the games have tested positive for COVID-19 and infections in Japan remain high. Tokyo 2020 organizing committee said that officials would convene talks with the Olympics organizers because of COVID-19 and they will continue discussions if there is a spike in cases. Could you imagine? The opening ceremonies are scheduled to begin on Friday. Yeah, it would be a huge letdown. Yeah. And uh, that's what I have in sports this morning. Well, right now the U.S. women's soccer team is losing 3-0 to Sweden and uh, so that maybe would be uh, helpful. T- yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the female gymnastic team is getting decimated. There's mm-hmm. a couple of cases there and yeah, it's it's uh, it's making the rounds. Yep. All right. Well, listen. Welcome uh, to Wednesday morning with President Steve. Sir, we have uh, things going on. Uh, so on two on Wednesdays we do a secret text word, and today we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Rival Sons. They're going to ah. be playing the Fillmore October twenty third, and Dorothy's going to be a part of that show. That's too, excellent. Which is pretty wild because she's going to be playing the MM Barbecue in. Uh, September, and then turning around, coming right back in October. So we love her in Philadelphia. It's a great thing. So text the word SECRET to 39333. We'll send a word back to you. We'll ask you to call in later on with that word, and we'll set you up if you're the designated caller to give us it correctly. And we'll also grab a random texter, and we will uh, pick a winner that way, too, which is pretty cool. So get on it. Uh, we also have joining us this morning, amazing musician Sheila E. Oh, my God. She is hosting a Latin jazz PBS special, uh, which is out this Friday and all month long. She's also going to be on the cover of Modern Drummer Magazine, which is pretty cool. 
and uh, she is the first woman to be on the hall of or in the Hall of Fame issue. So uh, that'll be cool. We'll talk to her around nine o'clock this morning. We'll go live on Fox. Good day. We got some charity things to do. Oh, and we also have. Uh, a really cool thing. We have passes to Six Flags Great Adventure, but we're going to make you work for them yeah, this morning. Yeah, They have a new coaster. It's the Jersey Devil Coaster. It is the world's tallest, fastest, and longest single rail coaster in the world. I can't wait to ride this thing. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to have you scream for your tickets <laughs> <Yeah>. this morning <laughs> like you would as if you were on the Jersey Devil Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that. Even more so, so. So what we'll do is we'll get two callers on. Uh, you each have to scream, and we'll pick the one we like best. Yeah. And we're going to do that several times through the morning. We'll do it probably right when we come back. I mean, when you when you first show up at an amusement park, what's the first thing you hear? Before the, you get there. The screams of people on the roller coaster. You're in the parking lot. We're not going to send some, you know, quiet people to the roller coaster. No. Exactly. All right, so we'll get on that when we come back. We have a lot of things. Uh, entertainment break is coming up. We will return in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us because we won't be gone long. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Or the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, so we have uh, uh, Kathy and Marissa are both out. So there's just four of us here in the studio. Yeah. What if we? What if we have a tie? We're gonna have. We're gonna need a tiebreaker. Who's gonna be? Well, our it's gonna be. Uh, it's Connor or Connor. Nick Murphy. Is Nick Murphy here yet? Nick Murphy's here. All right. All right. We'll pick one of those guys. And Gotta let do them it. Decide. All right. So <laughs> we need screamers. Let's get two people on the line. And we need screams. We don't. We can't have a. Well, it's early. I'm gonna whisper oh, no, no, scream. No, no, no. Scream. We're gonna go with Justin first. Hey, Justin. How you doing, man? Uh, excellent, buddy. All right, so you a fan of coasters? Uh, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah. And so not? what we want to do is hear you scream, but we're going to have you go up against Kelly. So let me get Kelly on the line, too. Hey, Kelly, are you there? I am. All right, Kelly, you ready to do some screaming this morning? All right. All right, so let's start with Justin. Justin, give me your best cresting over the top of a uh, of a roller coaster and ready to head down the hill scream. Ready? Go. Dude, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. I'm impressed, yeah. Kelly. You got a lot to live up to, but let's see what you can do. You ready? Yep. Give it to us. <laughs> wow! Wow! Two formidable Dude. competitors. That's, of course, that's tough. They give us a really tough. Decision here. And by the way, did you notice it was from Justin to Kelly? Oh, yeah, that's right. My favorite movie. Steve's favorite movie. Uh, okay, let's let's go around the room. I'll vote first. I uh, Kelly, you have a great, you got great pipes, you got great lungs, but Justin's seemed like it had a little extra for me, so I'm I'm voting on Justin. I'm going Justin. All right, I'm going Kelly. Going Kelly. Nick. I'm also going Kelly. Oh no. <laughs> 
let's uh, let's get Connor. Connor, get on this microphone over here. Marissa's oh, microphone. Wow. So you're gonna is it gonna be Justin or Kelly? What do you think? <laughs> is it gonna be Justin or Kelly, Connor? We'd both say Kelly. Kelly! Justin, great try. Awesome, Justin. Sorry, but you've been beaten. we got to let you go, buddy. And Kelly, congratulations. We have some tickets for you to go to Six Flags Great Adventure, and you can experience the Jersey Devil Coaster. Congratulations. Awesome. Hang on. my screaming pays off. Yes. (laughs) Hang on. We'll get your information. Don't forget, it's the world's uh, tallest, fastest, and longest single rail coaster in the world. And it gets speeds up to 58 miles per hour. Three wicked inversions. You can test your courage as you dare to take the ride with the devil. It looks awesome. I think, listen, they they both did a fantastic job. For me, Kelly had a real horror movie scream, and that really that really won it over for me. There was a warble in yeah. Justin's voice oh, no, that I really good. dug. Yeah. So, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask a stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a Blu-ray combo pack of The Walking Dead Season 10. The question I have for you, and I, I came up with this randomly. I saw something about... Cabbage Patch Dolls, okay. uh, and I thought about asking a question about that, and I, this is kind of off the, the beaten path of that, but here's the question for you. In the movie Back to School, All right. okay. they'd had a riff on Cabbage Patch Dolls in, that's mentioned in a business meeting in the beginning of the movie. What were those dolls called? Okay. 215-263-WMMR. Casey, you should get that. No, I should. I should. All right, so in Back to School, the movie Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield, a riff on Cabbage Patch Dolls <laughs> is mentioned in a business meeting. What were those dolls called? 215-263-WMMR. All right, so I'm going to go through birthdays. Wednesday, July 21st. We'll start with this one. Josh Hartnett, the actor. We met him. Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, we met him at the uh, Pearl, Pearl Harbor, Harbor premiere yeah. in Hawaii at Pearl Harbor. Uh, and he was a really nice guy. Uh, and he turns uh, 43 years old today. Uh, then we have Allie Landry, mm. uh, the model. You remember she, her from the Jersey. Doritos commercials? Yeah, I was going to ask if she's local. I forgot. She, she, yeah, d- definitely from Jersey. And she used to do those commercials, too, for the... Um like like the equivalent of like Axe body spray or something yeah. like that. Okay, I know Allie Larder's from Jersey. Allie Landry's from Jersey. Uh, I mean, you know, you know what? You're right, Case. It's Allie Larder. Okay, yeah. yeah. Allie, Allie Landry, Landry was the uh, Doritos uh, commercial. Gal. She does that. Uh, the split in the uh, uh, it's the uh, cleaners, the uh, coin operated cleaners. That's the commercial. Okay. She's uh, 48 today. Uh, John Lovitz is 64. We love having John He's Lovitz great. in the studio. Very quirky. Uh, League of Their Own. Uh, obviously, Saturday Night Live. Um, with a wedding singer. Yeah. His brief cameo in Little Nicky is oh, hilarious in the beginning God. when he's a pervert sitting up in a tree. <laughs> it's the best. It's one of my favorite roles of his. It's just very, very short, yeah. and he is Five hilarious. Minutes. He is 64 today. Uh, the great Cat Stevens, oh. uh, now known as Yusuf Islam, I is love Cat 73. Stevens. I do too, That man. music, listen, whatever you want to do in your life, that's great, and God bless, and if you find your path... But I think the good that he did with that music, that music is so inspirational and so wonderful, and I think provided so much comfort. And look, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uses uh, one of his songs so brilliantly. That's Father and Son. Father and Son, just phenomenal. I think he's embraced it, Steve. I think he's sort of come around. I hope so. He's back. He still performs big time. Good, good. Yeah, he didn't didn't, uh, give that up for good. So he's... uh, uh, he's still out there doing his thing, So, uh, but just a fantastic musician. 73 today. Uh, Gary Trudeau, the Doonesbury cr- uh, cartoonist, creator. Married uh, to Jane Pauley, right? 73. I, yeah, I think they're still together. Yep, yep. Uh, Justin Bartha, the actor from the National Treasure movies and Bartha. the Hangover movies. Yeah. Oh, he was in our studio yeah. when we had... Uh, 
puppies pooping in a box. That's right. <laughs> he was here for that. Yeah, yeah, we had like four actors from whatever movie. It was, he was a, in. Yeah, it was a Fox TV show. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and we had the uh, the puppy bowl. Was that was yeah, it puppy going pooper on? bowl? Uh, so he turns 43 today. Yeah. Uh, Rory Culkin, one of the Culkin brothers. Uh, so you have Macaulay and, is it Kieran Culkin? Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Rory, who was in Signs and Scream 4, is uh, 32 years old today. Casey, it's Juno Temple's birthday. Oh, oh good. Casey loves Juno Temple. I do? Uh, from Ted Lasso? That, oh, that's her name? Yeah. Okay. Keely? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do love her. <laughs> I, do. I do. I like the little snaggle tooth, all of it, man. I, I just didn't <laughs> realize what her name was. she yeah. in, um... She was in a lot of things. She was in Black Mass. She, she was she, in Black yeah, Mass. She had a Mass. small role in Black Mass, and, yeah. And um, was she in... What, who's the actress in that Staten Island, uh, the uh, uh, king of Staten Island? It's oh, not her. Know. It's yeah. not her. Because she's British as well, I was yeah. wondering. She was no. in um, uh, Vinyl, that TV show Vinyl. Yeah, she's that, good. Yeah. She's really good. She's, she's great in the series. Atonement and uh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, she's and she's great on Ted Lasso. You, you, you're not sure if you're going to like her character or not, and you end up loving her. Oh, yeah. It's funny, you kind of love all the characters. Yeah, all the characters, yeah, every character. Even the a-holes, like. Right, yeah. Yeah. So she's 32. Uh, A friend of ours, Eric Basilian. Oh! How old is Eric today? He is uh, 67? 67, yeah, wow. wow. A young 67. Yes, I, he is. I think probably his career pinnacle would have been performing What If God Was One probably. Of Us. Probably. Yeah. At the... <laughs> That was at the Possum Bowl. At the Possum Bowl here in the studio. <laughs> Puppy Pooper Bowl, Possum Bowl. Yeah. A lot of those being recognized on the birthdays today. And then, Nick, go back uh, on the Wikipedia page, one click, if you would, yes. uh, to the birthdays, because I think I saw one. Uh, yeah, it's Taco's birthday Taco! Today. Putting, Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Putting on the Ritz. Taco, Indonesian-born Dutch singer and entertainer. Do you know what? Surprisingly, his double live uh, concept album, Preston, is excellent. <laughs> wow. There was a there was a, a very fast line in The Simpsons one time mm-hmm. uh, where they were at some performance, some some event, and uh, it might have been Troy McClure who said, <laughs> and, and thank you to Taco for his tribute to Falco, <laughs> uh, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. So uh, Taco is uh, 65 years old today. And one last birthday. I'm fairly certain he's listening right now, but my best friend, it's, uh, it's my dog Reggie's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. Let me ask you. Yes, Does your other jo- dog get jealous of this? I don't care. Attention, you, know what, man? you lavish. That dog pees on things, and Reggie doesn't pee oh. on anything. So, wow, man. man, somebody goes slightly south, and you turn on. You're not supposed to have a favorite. Oh, yeah. No, man. no, that's your children. You can have a favorite dog, and Reggie's my favorite dog. Fozzie's wow. cool. And I, all. Uh, well, maybe he's reacting to the obvious attention you're giving one dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe if you know. Fozzie was like a regular you know dog. What? Why don't you spend a long weekend with Fozzie? Take him on vacation. Right. Go to the Great Wolf Lodge. Yes, you guys will bond there. Trust yeah. me. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. And back to school. Riff on Cabbage Patch dolls is mentioned in a business meeting. What are those dolls called? And I am going to go to Todd see if he knows the answer. Hey, Todd, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Excellent. What are the dolls called? Melon Patch Kids. Yes. <laughs> and they're not. Orphans, they're abandoned. <laughs> Todd, hang on the line. We're going to give you a Blu-ray combo pack of The Walking Dead. Season 10, six bonus episodes, including the backstory. Here's Negan. Uh, this season brings the group closer to war with the Whisperers. 
and the Brutal Leader Alpha. You can own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD, and that's from Lionsgate. Quick question. Was yes. was the Cabbage Patch Kids conceit that they were orphans? Yes. Huh. I yes. don't remember that. Yep. Yeah, because you would adopt them. Correct. You wouldn't. Okay, you wouldn't abduct them. No, but you <laughs> you would adopt them, and that was what was unique about them. All right, made them, made them a little more endearing. I got you. Uh, convicted rapist Harvey Weinstein flew to California Tuesday to face additional sex charges. There, uh, the sixty nine year old was taken out of prison in a wheelchair. Uh, and his walker was packed for his journey. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, the disgraced movie producer faces 11 counts of rape, battery, and other charges against five women in L.A. have convicted on all charges. He could face another 140 years to life behind bars. So I was just watching the Ronan Farrow uh, series on HBO where he goes into the um, the whole process of getting this information in this case against Harvey Weinstein. It's four episodes, Preston, but it's riveting. It's on HBO. Uh, his legal team has repeatedly argued that his health is too frail to withstand travel, but the judge ultimately blocked that move to stop extradition. You remember when Cosby got out of jail? Remember he was hobbling along and blind? Yep. And he started doing parkour the second he was released? <laughs> That's what they do, man. Yeah, knock it off. <laughs> All right, listen to this. Flipper flop star, uh, Tarek El Mousa, uh, had flipped his lid on co-star and ex-wife Christina Hack. He flipped his lid? According to, listen to this, according to a report in TMZ, Sources tell the publication that he exploded on the set of their HGTV series, losing his chill when she signaled that she was ready to resume filming. His tirade reportedly included a comparison between Hack and his fiance Heather Ray Young, whom he dubbed hotter and richer. Oh, man. Really? He added, That's a class act right there. He added that he made Hack and dubbed her a washed-up loser. And he also yelled, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's called winning. The world knows you're crazy. A uh, duh. The admission wow. comes on the heels of her revelation that she once smoked toad venom. Hack has That's been what set him off. Make, no, this is just oh. uh, this is just on the heels right, of that revelation. Right. So Hack has been making a lot of headlines lately for her new post toad smoking relationship okay. with Joshua Hall and her divorce door, divorce from Aunt Anstead, who has moved crap. on with Renee Zellweger. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Almalza and Hack were married from 2009 to 2018. So, so did you watch any? You watch any of those shows, Case? I uh, yeah, this one I didn't care for. Yeah, that much. Because, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I watch it every now and then. She's just she's stunning, stunningly yeah. beautiful, and that's the main reason that I will even give it a little bit of time. Uh, but I looked up this gal, Heather Ray Young. Uh, she is beautiful. Yeah, she's stunningly gorgeous as well. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I, I think Christina's a little. She's got a little something, something there. Let her know that she might need that with all maybe the with all this she's been getting recently yeah. going on in her life. She's a washed up loser according yeah. to uh, him. Was she uh, all right? So DMT is what she smoked. Uh, I don't know. It just is, it says uh, toad venom. Is that isn't that what DMT is? I don't know. Okay. I have uh, I I long ago gave up smoking. Bufatanine, oh. Casey. Is that what is it? Bufatanine and then five Mio DMT. I guess that's what you're referring. Isn't to? that a boy band? Uh, yeah, they <laughs> uh, they followed O Town. <laughs> five DMT. Yep. Yeah. With five DMT. What? what? Yeah. All right. So anyhow, that's going okay. on. Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are still on the same page when it comes to their daughter, True. That's beautiful. Despite parting ways last month, the pair were seen arriving at a dance studio in California on Tuesday. They uh, split and parted ways multiple times, reportedly due to Thompson's infidelity. Meanwhile, Chloe is also opening up about, about how she discusses race with her biracial child. 
Uh, she told the Role Model podcast, I know some people get uncomfortable with talking to their kids about race or they think, oh, we live in a bubble. Uh, we never have to address that my child is black. I mean, of course you do, she said. You're only setting them up, I think, for failure if you don't talk about race and probably the thing that they're going to in- endure once they're in, quote, the real world. Uh, she said that uh, her sisters, Kim and Kylie, are also having the same issues with their biracial kids. As you said, the beauty of having some of my sisters in the same situation is that we get to have those conversations together. Does does her own uh, daughter ever ask her who she is because her face changes so much? Maybe. Uh, she said, who always, are you? I'll always be learning and uh, trying to do the best I can uh, can do as being her mom, but I'm obviously not a woman of color, she acknowledged. Uh, listen to this. A bipartisan pair of lawmakers introduced a bill on Tuesday that aims to make it easier for people under conservatorship, like Britney Spears, to ask a judge to replace their conservator, the person who is legally charged with making decisions for them. This is uh, pretty interesting. All of this. I found out some additional stuff about the Britney Spears conservatorship. Uh, the bill's official name is the Freedom and Right to Emancipate from Exploitation Act, but Representatives Charlie Crist and Nancy Mace introduced the legislation have nicknamed it the Free Britney Act ah. in a reflection of the growing public outrage over the singer situation. Uh, the pair of lawmakers agreed one word to describe Spears' conservatorship, and that is nightmare. If passed, the legislation could help Spears wriggle out of the legal arrangement that has put strict limits on her personal freedoms for 13 years, but allow anyone with a conservatorship to request their private conservator to be replaced with a public conservator without needing to prove any misconduct had taken place. It would also assign independent caseworkers to monitor conservatorships for signs of abuse and provide more transparency around the arrangements. So it's my understanding that Britney Spears asked for relief from her financial conservatorship. However, she wants to maintain her general life affairs overseers. Mm -hmm. So she wants that. I didn't realize. I thought she was trying to get all of that out. But she's only one of the situations she wants. She wants somebody to keep an eye on her money for her. She doesn't want that. Oh, she doesn't she, want that. She and, and rightfully so. Her dad was taking a quarter of a million dollars a year salary. Uh, you know, who the dad was like a, a cook, and he's apparently he justified it saying he was following music trends mm-hmm. and picking shows and things for her. And everyone's saying you don't know anything about the music industry. Why are you taking a quarter of a million dollars to handle her finances? So her thing is. You know, allow her the ability to make her living the way she wants to make a living, but she also wants someone to sort of oversee her daily affairs. So I thought she was looking to junk the whole thing. Okay, so so she she wants the say over her money. Yeah, she wants complete say over that. Right, but, but she wants someone to sort of oversee her in her personal life, which seemed weird. Right, I, I, I that's odd because. Uh, Okay. Well, she yeah. Wants, like that's an assistant. Is that not just like a personal to me, assistant? It's you know? kind of like an assistant. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, to me, I thought the the thing you would want is you kind of jettison the whole thing, right? Because you're you want to live your life unfettered. That was my understanding. That almost be more like a manager because you mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah, an assistant is someone you tell what to do. Right, right, right. Uh, right, right. But the, the assistant would add this as manager. This would be more like a manager telling you what to. I don't know. That's weird. It's dumb. All right. Uh, 56-year-old model Paulina Porskova said that she and Aaron Sorkin have split. Aww. This sort of pisses me off. I like them as a couple. She said, I'm so gra- Stop it. grateful for his presence <laughs> in my life. He helped uh, heal me and reclaim myself. Uh, there truly may be no better man, no man who's more genuinely good. He's brilliant, witty, funny, and sexy. Well, why don't you stay with Come it? Come on. 
Did he dump her? I don't know. By the way, if he did, he made a massive mistake. She looks fantastic these days. It's an interesting thing to post on social media that you broke up. You know, like there's an actual photo of the two of them. There's a heart emoji with a broken heart on top of it. It's from her Instagram account, and she she's letting the world know. They're not dating anymore. Right. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, she went with him to the Oscars, and uh, they they seem to be absolutely, totally into each other. Yeah. It just breaks my heart. All right. Well, how about this? Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are not really stressing about their wedding details. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, she told E.T. there's no rush. All right. Uh, so got- what's going on with your impending nuptials? <laughs> She said, we've, we've got no rush. we got no rush. That's what you she said. You don't like that band? I don't know what that means. I guess she's not in a rush, yeah. Like, more like Steve Winwood. She said, we're, okay. we've got no rush. Uh, Woodley. You should really check out some of the earlier stuff. Right. He's more aggressive. Uh, Woodley recently admitted they kept their engagement under wraps. Have so- you ever heard subdivisions? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they kept their engagement under wraps so that they could just enjoy being together. That's what they had to say. Do you like being together? I guess they do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like being together, too. Together with who? Yeah, with my inner floor map. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's oh, the little okay. creature that lives within me. You saw Mystery Men. What was it called again? Uh, the floor math. The floor math. Okay. okay. I, I, I mean, Men in Black. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It lives in my head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, E.T. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Out of here. <laughs> E.T. out. <laughs> Audi 5000. As he flies off. <laughs> uh, Jessa Duggar and Ben Seawald have welcomed a fourth child. Uh, and uh, the name of the child is Fern Eliana. Fern? Fern. It's a plant. I know. That's what I thought. That's not a great name. I, I get now, now when I hear the name Duggar these days, I'm like I, I, I get I get skeeved. This is not those Duggars, but uh They're better Duggars? Well, I mean they're not you know there's Duggars and then there's Duggars. So but they have another kid named Ivy, so that's right. a that's it's a plant thing. plant thing. Yeah. Then Crabgrass. Have, then you have Henry <laughs> and Spurgeon. Spurgeon? I think that's a kind of an Ivy. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, this is crabgrass. What happened to Henry? Why'd they leave Henry? Kudzu, get the camera. Kudzu. Oh, my God. Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Their kid and their kids here they go. Their yeah. kids are two, four, five, and then this newborn. Just slow down, gang. We're just stop. You know, we're stop. Well, the there's a lot. Listen. So how's the 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 the, the there's a whole creepy story. Who's the one, who are the the ones? Who's the guy who's involved with the uh, the touching of the uh, the family members and all that stuff? Yeah, that's which an, Duggar is? I that? forgot which Duggar of I, the two thousand Duggars. So this is Jessa Duggar, so not Jinger Duggar, not Jinger, <laughs> Josh, 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 Josh Duggar, maybe God Almighty. So now you got Fern, Spurgeon, Henry, and <laughs> Ivy. Jeez. I guess Spurgeon you'd call Spur, right? Would be yes. the nickname or, or Jizz. Spurgeon. Yeah, so Doug Josh Steve was arrested in April for child porn charges. There you go. Yeah. So, and there by, you go. Yeah, U.S. Marshals arrested him. So there's, yeah, there's That's a, lot of, a yeah. lot of problems within that family. All right, what else do I have here for you? Uh, citing upticks in COVID-19 infections, Megan Fox opted to sit out the premiere of Midnight in the Switchgrass. Uh, the 34-year-old canceled hours before the L.A. premiere due to recent California mask mandate. 
and rise of COVID cases. Megan Fox will no longer be attended. Attending the premiere tonight, the representative said. Co-stars Bruce Willis and Machine Gun Kelly uh, were also absent from Have you? That. So Bruce Willis lately has been in about 3,500 movies. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, and none, of them, and none of them are all that good. Yeah. And I wonder if he's just doing the money grab because Bruce Willis still yep. has cred. Yep. But you turn around, Preston, and every third-tier movie on, on Amazon and Netflix, is Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah. I think he's just grabbing the money. By the way, the Megan Fox thing, she's in this movie, um, till I think it's Till Death Do Us Part or something like that, where she ends up uh, handcuffed to her dead husband, try, trying to get out of a house where there are people coming to kill her. Wow. It, it actually looks pretty good. Sounds interesting. All right. Uh, how about this story? Uh, Jason Momoa and professional climber Chris Sharma, uh, their rock climbing competition series, The Climb, has hmm. been ordered by HBO Max. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, according to Momoa, it's a dream come true to create a show. <laughs> With one of my idols, my good friend and legendary climber, Chris Sharma. Oh, so he's a big fan of that stuff, huh? I'm thrilled to be partnering with HBO Max and to produce alongside IPC to bring you this incredible show about my favorite sport, rock climbing. Yeah. Jason Momoa is a big rock climbing fan? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's uh, in the Olympics this year, rock climbing. No way. Yeah, so there's, uh, I think, two different types of competition. One is uh, judged on um, skill and ability, and the other one's speed climbing. You know, Jason Momoa in the series, they should do an element that has underwater rock climbing. Right, (laughs) right, yeah. That'd be a little different, wouldn't it? It'd be quicker. No, they should have gotten. I'm sure this guy's a, a star, Chris Sharma, in that world. But uh, they should have grabbed that guy from Free Solo, Alex. Yeah, Ronald. Yeah, that, I wouldn't be surprised if they asked him. Yeah, uh, Kevin Smith. He's going to be on our show next week. Case? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Clerks Three yep. has been acquired for release by Lionsgate. So I'm sure we'll talk nice. to him about that. Uh, the second sequel to his indie comedy classic will begin filming next month. He's at, uh, he has a Comic-Con panel as well this year, Preston. Uh, Lionsgate took worldwide rights to Clerks 3, and the film that Smith wrote will direct uh, and will direct is in pre-production right now in New Jersey. So they are getting it together, and the complete Clerks cast will it's be awesome. there, including Jeff Anderson as Randall, Brian O'Halloran as uh, Dante, uh, Jason Mewes as Jay, Kevin Smith as Silent Bob, Rosario Dawson as Becky, will return for the third film. And his animated series that he's behind, the Transformers, uh, no, the He-Man, uh, uh, yes. Masters of the Universe, yes. uh, is getting great reviews. Really? Yeah, like he really sunk his all into it. Nice. Uh, so we'll we'll ask him more about that tomorrow. I've got, the, I've got a full story here, but we'll chat with him about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Steve, and also since on the heels of that you mentioned Comic-Con, yes. we are hosting a panel. We had moderated a panel uh, with Zack Snyder and uh, other people from the film Army of the Dead. Yes. Uh, and uh, when is that? What is the date on that case? Does anybody the know offhand? One, all right. So the it's the Sunday of the Comic-Con. So the, the 26th, 25th. Maybe? 25th. Okay. Yeah, so there's so, a link on, uh, on PrestonSteve.com. That's this weekend. Yeah. And that's so cool. Case, uh, it says here, and I think Marissa posted this, but uh, Sunday the 25th at 5 p.m. Yep. That is correct. So all there's right. a big promo that Netflix put together, uh, you know, touting all of their uh, stuff that's going on at Comic-Con, and we're in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. So we, uh, we interviewed uh, several people, including uh, Zack Snyder's wife, Deborah, uh, Wesley Collar, uh, who's a producer, uh, uh, Matthias uh, Schweighofer, who was uh, Dieter... In um, Army of the Dead. In Army of the Dead. Wasn't his character's name Dieter? Dieter, yeah. yeah. yeah he's uh, the safe cracker. Safe cracker. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Natalie Emanuel, who is from uh, Game of Thrones, and she's also in Army of Thieves, which is the prequel to this movie, to Army of uh, the Dead. 
And uh, so it was really cool that we got a chance to sit down and we chatted with him for like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, Mateus Mate- Mate- directed it. Uh, yes, yes, correct. Yeah. So uh, that is going to be on Sunday if you'd like to check that out. We have uh, the information right there on PrestonandSteve.com. One last thing. John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum took us on an incredible journey around the world, our favorite Baba Yaga. Uh, Parabellum provided us with some further insight into the assassin world and some upcoming John Wick installments. We'll dive deeper still into this world and its history. In addition to the upcoming John Wick 4 and 5, we also have The Continental. Once described as a series, The Continental is now a trilogy of feature-length episodes set in the John Wick universe, specifically 40 years before the events of the movies, focusing on the notorious Continental Institution. And and a young Winston, right? So there's a little bit of information more coming out about that. Albert Hughes will direct the first two installments of the trilogy. He's best known for Menace to Society, Dead Presidents, and The Book of Eli. Meanwhile, John Wick director Chad uh, Stileski... Chad. Chad... Stahelski, I guess how you say him, and screenwriter Derek Kolstad will executive produce. Uh, the trilogy ultimately will air on Stars. All right. Uh, okay. Given that the miniseries takes place 40 years before John Wick, we can expect that the character won't make an appearance. Instead, it will focus, as Steve was saying, on Ian McShane's Winston character circa the 1970s. Oh. Are you up to speed on uh, the John Wick? Have you seen Parabellum? No. So they build, the- honestly, I love this world that they've built. They started with the original John Wick and you found out about the Continental. In the second one, it went a little bit deeper and by the third one, you have this ecumenical sort of right. collection of people that are involved in this in this world and uh, I, I love where they're going with it, Case. No, me too. Yeah. Like I, they, they created this universe um, and then I, I feel like now... People are kind of copying what they're seeing in this they universe. Are. Did you see uh, Gunpowder Milkshake yet? No, but I hear it's very it's, similar. It's, it's cute. Yeah. And, yeah, it is. They're, you know, they have this diner that's like the Continental. You know, yeah. You're not allowed no. to bring guns into the diner. You're not allowed to bring guns over here. You know, So they're, they're ripping it off a bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. I like John yeah. Wick in the second one, but it's... Started getting a little I, I hear silly, that. far-fetched. No, but I, hear I get that. why yeah, it's yeah. really cool and yeah. fun. Uh, but but like the uh, like the Fast and Furious, it's like you just gotta let it go yeah, and, man. and and have and enjoy it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. What I love about from the second film to the third one, Preston, is that the Parabellum picks up literally seconds after the the second film ends. Keep the ride going. Yeah, keep it going. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, so let's do clips. How about that? Apple TV's original series, Ted Lasso, was an unexpected smashing success in 2020, and the show is returning for an exciting second season. In this clip, Jason Sudeikis explains the enjoyment of playing his evil alter ego, uh, alter ego Led Tasso. Here we go. It was a fun day of shooting, and it's and it's funny to watch like um, you know further scenes or like early scenes in that episode, which were clearly shot after doing it. Because my voice is a little bit, you know, more hoarse. I'm like, uh, like, what's going on with me there? I must have had a cold that day. It's like, no, no, no. I spend eight hours a day shouting and screaming and just bellowing at the top of my lungs. Yeah! Uh, Ted Lasso will be streaming on Apple TV this Friday. Yay. All right, next clip. Old is an M. Night Shyamalan thriller that follows a family on an isolated beach where they begin to age rapidly out of nowhere. Can't wait to see this. In this clip, Alex Wolf describes how he landed a role with one of Hollywood's most reputable filmmakers. Knight sees a, a, a youthful, um, both uh, exuberance and, and um, excitement in me and also maybe a, a 
temperamental, uh, emotional side of me that that is very reminiscent of someone who is six. So I took it both as the highest compliment to have been cast and the biggest insult. <laughs> Old will be in theaters this Friday, by the way. Oh. And there yeah, go. What? We have a screen. Oh, yeah, we have a oh, screen oh, tonight. Oh. Uh, let's give away some of those passes. <laughs> we'll take um, callers 14, 15, 16. At 215-263-WMMR, and it is at 7 o'clock tonight at the AMC Fashion District, and then it will be in theaters uh, on July 23rd on Friday. It's ready at PG-13. Quick question about old dudes. So, okay, so this beach, people age at an accelerated rate. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, the, you see in the coming attractions there, the, the, the woman's 10-year-old son wanders off and comes back, and he's an older person. So, uh, is it like a Hulk situation where you're, you're going out of your clothes, or... It's a good question. Yeah, yeah you might you, you might bust right out of your yeah, clothes. That's right. Uh, we'll find out though. Caller fourteens, uh, callers fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Uh, get on board, and we will set you up. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget, we're giving away these tickets to a great adventure all morning long. Wow. You got to scream for your tickets. We had two incredible competitors. Yes, it's for the New Jersey Devil <laughs> Coaster. So we'll get to that in a little while. I'll tell you when to call and stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Philly. Come socialize with us. Follow 933WMMR on Twitter and Instagram. Or be our friend on Facebook. See photos, videos, and random behind-the-scenes stuff. Some stuff you don't want to see. Plus, it's completely safe for work. If you work here, that is. A little later this morning, uh, musician Sheila E. will be joining us. Uh, We're also going to do a little stop on Fox Good Day, so we're getting set for that. But in the meantime... We got to get some screamers on the line. Uh, the Jersey Devil is the name of the new coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure. It's their 13th coaster. Man, do they have great roller coasters yeah. well, there. This one in particular, Preston, I was watching the commercials for it, and I'm, I'm definitely going to go do it in uh, in a week or two. Um, you're alone. It's not like you're side by side with somebody else. You are, it is a single, single right, right. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Nice. I'm the devil. All right, so let's get two callers, and we are going to get, uh, it's going to be uh, man and woman once again, which we did last time. So, uh, Natalie, are you there? Yeah. All right, Natalie, you ready to get some screaming going here? Yep. All right, we're going to have you try in just a moment because we're going to match you up against Matt. Let me get him on the line. Matt, good morning, sir. Good morning. All right, Matt, you ready to give a shot? Yes, sir. All right, right. ladies first. We're going to try this out now. So, Natalie, as big and as loud and as long as you want to go, Give us your best roller coaster scream. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> All right. There yeah. We go. Yeah. Natalie. I like it. All right, Matt. You know what you got to beat. So when you're ready, sure. fire it up. Let's hear it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. Ah! 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 Wow. Wow. All right. So we got to vote. Is it Natalie or is it Matt? Steve, let's start with you. Well, you know what? For putting me in the scene, for making me believe he was on a roller coaster, I'm going to have to give it to Matt. All right, we'll go with Matt. Nick, what about you? I agree with Steve 100%. I am voting for Matt as well. And Casey? I'm going with Matt. And I'm going with Matt, too. It's a clean sweep. All right, sorry, Natalie. You did good, but Matt did a little bit better. Thank you for calling in. Matt, hang on the line, buddy. Get tickets for Six Flags. Great adventure for you, all right? Yes, sir. Excellent. Hang on. Don't forget. (laughs) It is the world's tallest, fastest, and longest single rail coaster in the world. 13 stories high, up to 58 miles an hour, three wicked inversions. It's called the Jersey Devil 
coaster. So, oh, by the way, these are four packs of tickets. Oh, four packs. I haven't mentioned it. I four? think I said pair. It's four. Four? Four packs of tickets. So we're going to do that all morning long. Uh, let's see. I have. There are several stories that I think we should go through. So I think we got to clean out the junk oh! this morning. So let me dig in here and see what I can find. Kill the music. We got things to do, man. All right. Um, so the primary contributor to this haze that you've seen, you've heard about this already. It's, it's crazy. All over the Lehigh Valley is from the raging wildfires uh, across the western U.S. and Canada. And uh, the smoke from those fires is rising into the jet stream. It's traveling all the way to the East Coast, and then it's settling towards the surface. And so yes. that's why we have this really odd look in the sky, uh, especially in the latter part of the day, I think. Yes. I, I read something yesterday, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that the, the the haze that we're experiencing is from one specific fire in Canada. Okay. That, that some of the other ones weren't contributing to what we were seeing. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I, I read that yesterday. I think that's probably likely because this haze seems a lot more friendly. It does seem yeah, Canadian yeah. Yes. in nature. Yeah. yeah. Genial. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, I really noticed it. I noticed it uh, day before yesterday. Well, are you the noticer then, now or is it yeah, junk drawer? Well, All it's right. a little bit of both. <laughs> and then uh, I noticed it even more prominently yesterday. I thought I got a call from uh, my wife and uh, she, we were doing FaceTime because she's at the shore. And in the background was the sun and it was so clearly more of a copperish yes. orange type of yeah. color. And so we have... Um, we have these blinds in our windows at home, and they're white blinds, and they normally reflect they reflect a really bright white light right. when the sun comes through there. But they all looked orange yesterday. That is pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, yes, so you, you do notice that. Big and, time. And, uh, yeah. After there have been volcanic eruptions around, you know, in different places of the, uh, the, the planet, we'll sometimes get the residual sunsets and sunrises because of that. But so seeing a hazy sky in the summer is not... Ridiculous, but there I see a clear difference in definitely. this haze. Yeah, definitely, Steve. It almost, it's almost kind of like when there's an eclipse. Yes, and you're like, yeah. it looks weird outside. Uh-huh. You know, just yeah, yeah. And, and the maybe, shadows. Maybe you forgot that yeah. there, there was an eclipse or something like that. And, oh my god! <laughs> and it, and it looks weird. And it was uh, it was that way yesterday. I found it simultaneously uh, beautiful in some regards and, and erotic, little, and no, oh. a little unsettling too. Yeah, no, just uh, just because it was odd. Did you, you ever know? see the movie Night of the Comet? Yes. yes. Oh my Remember god! Remember that the yeah. sky has that sort of hazy tinted orange thing, and that's like a dystopian yeah. story. You yeah, don't want yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. So wait, is um is the whole country experiencing this, or is it uh, except for Delaware? Oh. No, I, no, I think it's uh because it's up in the jet stream, and that kind of travels, yeah. you know, from west to east. In the northern part, well, it mm-hmm. depends on the pattern of it, but where uh, I don't, I don't think it's everywhere. Okay, uh, and I think we're we're getting it uh, mainly in our area. To, to sufficiently and, and answer your further question, further south, no. Yes and no. Yes so and that, no. That, that oh, okay. In case All you were right. wondering, uh, so <laughs> the uh, apparently it's causing some uh, unhealthy air quality. Yeah, uh, for some people, if you're susceptible to uh, to things like that, do you know someone who's like uh, got what is it COPD or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my uncle has COPD. They've got to watch this. COPD. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's just from smoking all their lives, and right? Messed that up. So yeah, Casey, it looks like mainly the the northern part of the U.S. is is getting this. Okay, uh, from this whatever this. Uh, map is that we're looking at. Isn't it wild to think, of course, we obviously, this is a big country and we have, you know, so much territory. 
But to think of something that's on the West Coast affecting us in this way, it still kind of makes you realize just how, in general, small things are. Yeah, so uh, it's a massive fire in the Pacific Northwest. So it's um, uh, in Oregon, this particular one that says that it is a it has grown to a third the size of Rhode Island. Hmm. 537 square mile bootleg fire. Oh, that's a bootleg. It's not even an original. Is burning 300 miles south of Portland in and around the Fremont, uh, Winema National Forest, or Winema. Uh, a vast expanse of old growth forest, lakes, and wildlife refuges. So, so I was out there, I forget when it was, but, um, and it was in, uh, oh, maybe when we were on vacation, my wife and I. And anyway, they had a, a large fire, and we were passing down Route One, uh, the, the the coast Pacific Coast Highway, mm-hmm. and uh, there were there were issues. I mean, you know, it wasn't like one of the super huge ones, but it's it's wild. I mean, there's just you look at the territory and the turf and the plants in that area; they're just they're just begging to go up in flames. Yeah, I've never I've never seen a wildfire in person, but um, in uh, the early '90s, I went to uh, Yellowstone and was yeah. driving down to Jackson Hole. And I went through a large portion of that that had burned. Burned, yeah. And it's wild when you when you drive through. It's like going through a, a post hurricane area, and, and after you see yeah. all the uh, the destruction, uh, going through a wildfire area is it's not it's it's just disturbing. Well, and, and in, in nature, that'll occur, and it actually occurs and, for a purpose. And that did. Right. I mean, there was lightning. Yeah. You know, yeah. it probably started it, and it's just what happens. It, but it's freaky looking. Yeah. Speaking of uh, destruction like that, have you guys ever been to Mount St. Helens in Washington no, State? Huh. I, I went years ago. So uh, you, were, you were within sight? or? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. so it's a national, it's not a national park, but it's a, like a national designated area or whatever. Um, I was close, but I didn't, I wasn't it's close really neat to see. It. And you would like it because it, uh, it, they left a lot of that area. Uh, they haven't replanted any trees, you know, and it just, it was like several atomic bombs went off when that when that volcano exploded. And so, Preston, it's kind of like when you were driving south from Yellowstone to Jackson Hole. Yep. It's it's just devastation everywhere. And it was a unique detonation, Preston. When, when uh, Mount St. Helen, uh, Mount St. Helens exploded, instead of going vertically up through the, yeah, com- the, the top, it, yeah. the entire side blew out. Yeah. Hey, I have a connected story. Somewhere in the junk drawer. Let me see if I can... Show the, the drama back here. <laughs> um, Make people believe you're rooting through a drawer. So... <laughs> By the way, we need to find another effect <laughs> that is rummaging through a drawer. So we have yeah. a, a, an alternate one okay. to go to, but I, we'll worry about that later. I hope Kathy gets in trouble in her meeting today. Right. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy, where are you? Yeah, she's not here, but... I just wanted to tell you I'm mad at you. Bill will call her and give her a reason that she disturbed the meeting. So a couple whose gender reveal ceremony sparked a Southern California wildfire that killed a firefighter last year were actually charged with involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Uh, Refugio Manuel Jimenez and uh, Angela Renee Jimenez pleaded not guilty to charges involving the El Dorado fire. Uh, was uh, It included one felony count of involuntary manslaughter along with the other felony and misdemeanor counts related to the fire. This erupted on September 5th when the couple and their young children staged a baby gender reveal uh... at El Dorado Ranch Park at the foot of the San Bernardino Mountains. A smoke-generating pyrotechnic device was set off in a field and a quickly ignited dry grass on a scorching day. The couple frantically tried to use bottled water to douse the flames and called 911 and strong winds stoked the fire as it ran through the wilderness on National Forest land. Uh, It was extremely dry conditions, uh, heat waves, 
uh, and made the wildfires harder to fight. I'm very aware of that sort of stuff. When you, especially if you go hiking with any any regularity, and you start to see the uh, the underbrush and all that stuff start to accumulate, and basically potential kindling for a fire. And a lot of times, usually Preston. Anytime I've been out in California, they'll they'll post warnings. Oh yeah, you see them all over the place. Like they do, uh, they do that along the Pine Barrens, don't they yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, every there's been a few wildfires yes. last year. Yeah. It was yeah. bad, and it's it huge. They just smolder for a long time. You've, you've got to realize just, and obviously these people did not. How quick? Well, you did. You set a field on fire, President. Yeah. Right? yeah, how quickly you can get away from? Oh you. my God! Yeah, yeah it was terrifying. Uh, so. Back in September, uh, flames overran a remote area where firefighters were cutting fire breaks, and it killed Charles Morton, who was the leader of the elite Big Bear um, interagency hotshot squad. So that's what they do. They go in and fight these fires. Uh, Morton had uh, worked as a firefighter for 18 years. Uh, the blaze injured 13 other people, forced the evacuations of hundreds of residents in small communities. It destroyed five homes, 15 other buildings, blackened nearly 36 square miles Come of land. On. And uh, they uh, eventually contained it on November 16th. But these guys are facing uh, involuntary manslaughter. What was the name of that that, uh, elite squad you were talking about, Preston? It was called the Big Bear uh, Interagency Hotshot Squad. Okay. James Brolin was in a movie, and I forget the name of it. I I think it might have been about the, the origin of this squad. James or Josh? Josh Brolin. Okay. Yeah, James Brolin was one of the co-producers on a movie by the director of Mac and Me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's another story. And Josh so Brolin was Thanos. Thanos yep. yeah. James right. Brolin was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> right. But Josh Brolin was in this movie, and it was it was fascinating about what they do and how they fight these fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, they're facing charges. All right, what else we got here? I have uh, other charges about something else. Uh, federal judge ruled that 21 people should receive a total... A $3.46 million in restitution from Keith Ranieri of the ne- uh, the Nexium cult uh, for being victims of his racketeering, sex trafficking, and forced labor crimes. Uh, he appeared at the hearing by video feed from a federal facility in Arizona where he is serving some of his 120-year sentence. <sighs> he was convicted of charges including racketeering in 2019. This guy had basically the world by the balls. He had a whole bunch of people, including the heiress to the Seagram's fortune, uh, involved. He was getting tons of money. And and with all these guys, they they overplay their hand. And he this sub-cult within his cult is what did him in. Yep. So he was uh, he was in uh, a uh, he was uh, a video conference or Zoom conference with the judge, and he had said that he had not yet seen the government submission for the restitution hearing, partly because of restrictions related to the documents, partly because he hired a new legal team, and he mm-hmm. had said, "I don't know who the victims are. I don't know what they are asking." Uh, he's accused of creating within the self help company Nexium a secret all female group. We've talked about it many times which is known as DOS, whose members served as slaves and masters. Uh, I'm going to know so many of the women in the group. Uh, he was the leader of the group and often directed women to have sex with him or send him sexually explicit photos of themselves. He had them starving because he liked them thin. Some of the women were forced to be branded with his initials on their pelvic regions. It was it was a symbol yeah. uh, that they didn't know had his initials in it. Eventually, they figured it out. Uh, so the judge, Nicholas uh, Garofas, uh, who presided over the trial, ordered during the tense restitution hearing Tuesday that Ranieri return the what they call collateral that is still controlled or had access to. So the collateral was these women in the group. They they would 
have them admit things, even if they were lying about it, but admit it on tape of these terrible things they had done, and then he would hang on to that to keep them within the group, or he could blackmail them with that, that information. That was the whole purpose, and they knew yeah. up front yeah. it was stuff that he would use to blackmail them or extort them if they left the organization or talk to the press about the organization. Uh, he said at the hearing that he has never handled the collateral. Mm. Uh, the judge said there were more than 100 victims of Ranieri and that had submitted claims seeking about $133 million, but he narrowed the scope of the restitution payments to 17 victims, for a total of $3.46 million, uh, which he ordered Ranieri to pay immediately. And he also ordered the victims who were branded to receive about $2,500 for costs associated with removing their brands. How, is that, he, how do you do that? He ordered many of the victims to receive restitution payments to cover the cost mm-hmm. of past and future mental health services. I would imagine just with plastic surgery, reconstructive yeah. surgery. So uh, It's wild, man. He has no, no uh, remorse, though, for the whole thing. No remorse? He has no... Uh, you know, he he, he yeah. believes he's the victim in all this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the victim who received the highest amount of restitution was the girl at the center of child pornography charges that Ranieri was convicted of. A prosecutor said Jeez. the girl was 15 when he began having a sexual relationship with her. So he's a bad guy, man. Very bad. All right. Lighter fare in the junk drawer. I think I have some things in here that'll be a little lighter. Yeah, how about this? Uh, in an attempt to curb the obesity epidemic, scientists have created a weight loss device that uses magnets and locking bolts to clamp the teeth together. I saw this stupid thing. It's, it's basically a chastity belt for your mouth. The Dental Slim Diet Control, created by researchers at the University of Otago in New Zealand, yeah. is fitted by a dental professional to the upper and lower back teeth. What kind of loony dental professional would, would do this? And it's a magnet. So it only lets the wearer open their mouths by about two millimeters, restricting them to a liquid diet, but without preventing speech or, more importantly, breathing. Here's ours. When I was a kid, uh, a family friend had their jaw wired shut for dietary reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for that. Right. So they could only be on a liquid diet. They did it. Uh, as kind of an extreme measure. So it's not uncommon to do something like this. This magnet apparatus, though, just looks dumb. I'm wondering if anybody listening has known someone or has done it themselves, have had their mouths wired shut to keep you from eating, to keep you from overeating or not. Feel free to call in and let us know. I don't know if anybody will or not. 215-263-WMMR. I'm curious. I mean, there are things like, what do they call the lap band and things of that nature? Yeah, that's, that, you know, that's surgery. Yeah. That's reconstructed. Or the, I mean, uh, gastro uh, bypass. Yeah. There's a few, there's, there's, la- there's uh, the band that you can do. There's a sleeve as well. I've known a few people who have had that done. Yeah. Uh, and some there's have docking. success with it. And then some people... Uh, end up becoming overweight again because once you get some of those procedures done, you still have to eat properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened, it happened with Carney Wilson. Yeah. So she lost a tremendous amount of weight. She had the gastric bypass. And then, as you said, Preston, afterwards, after a while, her old habits came back. Yeah. And she managed to kind of, you know, get it under control, but it was a shock to her. So the creators of this device call it uh, non-invasive, even though non-invasive, it, even though it requires custom-manufactured locking bolts clamped inside the mouth. You look like a robot. Uh, participants lost an average of about eighteen pounds in two weeks. 
Uh, they were. That's a lot, man. It is. Why that not is a just a whole just lot of weight? Put a huge vice on the top of your head and under your jaw that you can tighten. Mm-hmm. And they were motivated to continue with their weight loss journey. The experts claim. So when I was at my heaviest, which was about two hundred and seventy pounds, right. right now I'm about one hundred and eighty-five. Um, I went to a dietitian, <clears throat> and they recommended a liquid-only diet. Huh. And that's when I decided. I had to get my weight under control. Right. right. And I had to get my eating under control because there ain't no freaking way no. I was doing a liquid-only diet. No way. I'm like, I need to eat food. Uh, so I started yeah. being realistic about it. And Portions. The bottom line was, yeah, portion control, eating the proper uh, nutrition and stuff like that. Jaw clamp. And I was not going to do yes. a liquid-only diet, but some people... Uh, and there are other reasons why you have to go on liquid-only diets, not just for weight. And no. so it can be done, but I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Um, so there but are some people. But pounds that, in two weeks. Um, you know, that I'm can't like, be healthy, right? Well, no, listen, if you're getting your nutrients, you know. Right, like, right, right. Well, you can you can slide a lot of very unhealthy, calorie-rich stuff through that small yeah, opening. Yeah, milkshakes. The yeah. last time or, I checked, I just had <laughs> ten pieces of pizza. Yeah, if you if you liquefy pizza, yeah. uh, it was really yeah. good. So, uh, our friend Dr. Bill, uh, he had to have his. This was not dietary, but he had a jaw issue, and he had to have his jaw intentionally broken and then reset. And while that happened, his jaw was wired shut. Right, Steve. Uh, I went to his house because uh, I'm friends with him and his yeah. wife. They made. Um, a pizza in the blender mm-hmm. so and it was um <laughs> like buffalo spicy buffalo chicken pizza in the blender and it was was he eating like baby food or drinkable uh i baby food is a good analogy okay. but it was through a straw oh, i couldn't it, 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 i don't know why i don't know why i, know Casey, I can't right? like I, I had i was hesitant as well uh, but you know me, I plowed through. Uh, yeah. food Who involved. wants to suck a pizza? <laughs> and it's, it's, it tasted good. I mean, I'm it, really it, it tasted it, yeah. like pizza. You know, pizza. It, was, it was just it was a bizarre concoction. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I make uh... yeah, I tell you something. This guy really knows how to play guitar. Watch out for him. No, I make uh, smoothies fairly <laughs> regularly, and I like that. And you can get you know proper nutrition through the ingredients in the uh, smoothie. Yeah. Some people are, are like against that. Um, they, Anti-smoothers. Well, no, they just I for something. And listen, I'm not a I'm not a nutritionist, but uh, you know they what? say you, you take you kind of like suck the nutrients out when you when you, you blend, do when you blend them up. That's, that's why, like the, the the cold pressed stuff actually yeah. allows. And I don't know if it's true, but that's the thing they say if they do the cold press juice making that that allows the nutrients to remain in the juice mm-hmm. there are juice to, you know profits all, all over the place huh you know what i find to be a really good honestly I, when i do the squeezed uh, our, our 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 juice it's it's yeah. really good it tastes good and i don't ever feel like i'm wanting for energy so yeah and they do the cold press way of doing it one thing i need to know for sure for sure is you know so i will put in like a greek yogurt which right. has protein in it and a slice and of pizza. I do not do the pizza. Uh, that is gnarly. But uh, no, I'll do the 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 yogurt because it has protein in it, and so I bypass any sort of protein mix, uh, like whey protein. If powder. you can stay away from those, because they can from the protein powder. And also, a lot of those a lot of those protein mixes mm-hmm. will put on weight. You'll yeah. pack on like right. if you use a lot of creatine. Yeah, you'll pack. So on I don't weight. even do it. I don't do it because the protein is in the yogurt. So I you know it's a safe like one that's... to use. Fat bastard. That's <laughs> a good brand. Why well, have a nature's <laughs> promise? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Nature's no, they're they're good. Yeah. No, and the way you're doing it, Casey, used to be the right way. 
if you can do it through the regular food. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes more more sense. All right. So. I, well, I, I eat natural things like circus peanuts. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're peanuts. They yeah, grow those they're, things, right? they're, they're orange pressed. They're unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't think we'd get any calls, so nobody has uh, intentionally had their jaw <laughs> wired shut. We have some gastric bypasses, but not... Uh, no. Well, yeah. No. All right. Uh, and we got to move along. So I'm going to do one <laughs> more story from the junk drawer, and then we got to get uh, taking a break. Norway's women's beach handball teams. You ever heard of beach handball? Not until this story. No. Beach handball. Uh, They were fined on Monday for wearing shorts at the European Championships over the weekend in protest of the International Handball Federation rules requiring them to wear bikini bottoms. Huh. (laughs) Under the rules, men are required to wear shorts, but women have to wear bikini bottoms, described as having a close fit and cut on an upward angle toward the top of the leg and with a side width of no more than just under four inches. I'm looking to play a little handball. <laughs> Your hand's my ball. Uh, that's <laughs> silly, and I'm glad that they protested. Uh, oh, they this they get into all sorts of rows with this stuff, like the, the, the women's volleyball teams. The outfits are very tight. They're very skimpy. And the athletes like playing in those those. They uh, do, but outfits. this is going the other way. This yeah. is going the other. They right. don't want to play in the bikini. I know they want weird. to play in shorts. But you're right, Stephen. And in the past, uh, they've had an issue over uh, you know some countries and maybe uh, like some Dubai religious exemptions that that want to cover up more. Right. And then the Olympic Committee is saying no. This is the uniform, and you have to wear this. So this is kind of that, but in reverse. Uh, Norway's team had asked before the championship tournament if the women could wear shorts but was told no and that they would be fined or disqualified if they did, but they wore the shorts anyway in their bronze medal match against Spain on Sunday. They sent an inquiry to, inquiry to the commission president asking, who wears short shorts? They wear short that shorts. That was their Right? So, but they no. said if you dare wear short shorts, nair for, for short, short shorts. shorts. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <laughs> some people have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but looking at a picture of the team, they're wearing essentially like... Um, Bicycle shorts, yes, yeah. which are as form fitting as you can possibly get, and I don't see what the difference in the sport would be I th- if you're wearing a bikini or wearing these. I think it, you as the yeah, I don't get that. Whether, so whatever the athlete feels, but you know they get very strict. Like at Wimbledon, um, they they have very strict color rules for for clothing, and there's a tradition. I don't know how all of this. Who is the uh, the final? deciding body for all of this stuff. So it's the European Handball Federation. I'm looking to play a little handball. <laughs> uh, so according to the Norwegian Handball Federation, uh, the president, uh, Ker Gear Liu, yeah, yeah, uh, told the New York <laughs> Times that Norway had complained about the Bikini Bottoms rules since 2006 and, quote, nothing has happened. Bikini- we wear short shorts. <laughs> Weren't those commercials kind of hot back they were. in the day? Yes, they like, were. Re- like really short shorts? They were yeah. wearing short shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the European <laughs> and <laughs> European Federation said Tuesday that it was in the process of addressing the issue, stating the position of the players involved is acknowledged and further steps in close coordination with the International Handball Federation are in motion. Bikini bottom sphere, SpongeBob leaves. So I'm looking at the the pictures of them playing handball, and it's not like the handball that I knew, which right. was kind of like racquetball, but with a glove. You remember yes, that? I Where do you, remember you that. Hit yeah, it against a wall. Uh huh. This more. This looks a little bit more like um, stupid. Well, it looks. <laughs> 
more like soccer, but played with your it's, hands. Yeah, it's a re- it's popular in Europe. Okay. Um. So there's men and women's, and uh, and it's almost like bocce. Like it, it there people take it really seriously, and uh, it's it, you know here um you would probably consider it to be a little bit more of a leisurely sport. Uh, but there they take it very seriously. I don't know, dude. Dude, they're jumping and stuff. It doesn't look that leisurely. I mean, no, that's what I mean. Like they they take it seriously in yeah. uh, in Europe. Okay. But we would think it as just a dumb beach game. Yeah. Okay. All right, interesting. Well, well they want to wear shorts. shorts. Some of them wear shorts. Who wears shorts? All right, that's it in the junk tour. Uh, we need to take a break because we're going to go on Fox Quick Day this morning, and we will do that when we return as well as some Bizarre File stories and your chance to win more four packs of tickets to Great Adventure. We're doing that all morning long uh, with their New Jersey Devil Coaster opening up. So be back in a moment. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact Me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to turn up this little volume knob and see if we go live on Fox Good Day or not. Marissa's not here. She's normally our liaison uh, as we try to connect. Uh, with Fox Good Day, uh, so we'll. I'll just leave this on, and, yeah. and if uh, you hear something come up, we'll uh, go to it. Casey held up his hand. He's getting a time. Hey, I Preston hear the music. Steve, got there a good is. one for you here. You know the Louvre Museum there in Paris. Yes. yes. Uh, the museum is threatening to sue a porn website. It's a fairly common one. Alex tells me it's called Pornhub. <laughs> Don't mm. do that. <laughs> Alex has heard of that, huh? Oh my gosh! Um, I'm not, it's actually our producer, but anyway, uh, because <laughs> I know of nothing. the this website, porn website says they're going to do this sex exhibit, like an exhibit at a museum, but it's going to be a sex exhibit that offers raunchy reenactments of the sexiest scenes in history. You know where you take famous museum sculptures or whatever and reenact yeah. them. Yeah, I think that's yeah. predominantly what the Pornhub audience is looking for, classic works of art brought to life. Right. <laughs> no, it's ludicrous. I don't know exactly. Is there a certain statue you would like to see come to life, Steve? Um, two girls in a cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, 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 no. He means a classic. Oh, a classic. Oh, I thought the other way around. No, no, no. They're not going to. Oh, I'm sorry. They could interpret that. Uh, The Venus de Milo, because I'd just like to see how that would get done. Right. You're into amputees anyway. Penis de Milo? Not penis de Milo. (laughs) That's what I thought he said, but. (laughs) 
Venus yeah. to Milo. No, I said Venus to Milo. But, oh, but yeah, Venus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> yeah, You're spending morning. too much time on that site, Alex. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. This <laughs> morning, Alisa. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Can I bring up something else with you guys? Sure. They changed the banner out at the link, and they took Carson Wentz's big photo down, and they replaced it with the Super Bowl trophy. Hmm. But everybody's saying, we know whose hands those are on the trophy. It's Nick Foles' hands, Ooh. and he's Ooh. no longer with us. Does that, does that bother people? I don't Who get cares? it. I don't get that. I don't either. I wanted yeah. Alex's picture up on the side of the line. <laughs> <laughs> but they, wouldn't, they didn't go for it. No, I, I think people like drama because it's like, oh, you took down Carson Wentz and you put up the backup quarterback who got the trophy that he couldn't. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah, living in the past. Yes, but people, you know, people get so worked up about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything we've ever discussed that I cared less about, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, wow. you ever brought up. Um, Should we just see ourselves out? My goodness. I mean, that well, is, it's not your fault. No. I mean, people are talking about it. So yeah. Let's go back to porn, then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it all goes back to porn, Mike. Always. It's uh, the hub. Yes. Yeah. The Louvre, by the way, the Louvre, I don't think, they would not have a ground to stand on because they no. don't they they didn't they don't own the, it's a museum it's not like they're the right. creators of the works of art right yeah. am i right yeah. alex you're a lawyer the renewed interest in their works right yeah it's like, it's like sophisticated <laughs> porn well i don't think the louvre and Pornhub have ever been said in the same sentence yes <laughs> i i though like steve's original idea of taking pieces of porn classic, and making them into classic works of art. Classic porn movies translated into classic works of art, right? <laughs> John Holmes, there would be a whole wing Absolutely. Him, and mind, that'd just right? be one picture. The yeah. <laughs> the Dillinger wing. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, look, where's the exit? Dude. Well, it's pointing there. Right. Yeah. There's the Debbie Does Dallas. Peter North will show you exactly. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, wow. All right, thank you. All right. All right thank uh, you, guys. See, they knew they were we'll playing with fire, okay. right? I didn't mean to shun him by saying I can't believe you brought up the Carson Wentz. No, you're Nick Bolsing. I'm just sure. like this is this is this is a non. Isn't that crazy? Stupid thing to even talk about. I so. mean, but you, I know for a fact that people are there are people who are up in arms about that thing, and it doesn't make any sense. Do you know whose hands those are? Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so we got that done. Now we're going to take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. Nick is handling our duties. Oh wait, before oh, before wait, you yeah. do that. Before you do that, uh, don't forget we do have four packs of passes to give away for Six Flags Great Adventure. And we need people to scream for these tickets because a new roller coaster, Jersey Devil Coaster, which will have you screaming when you're on it. It's the world's tallest, fastest, longest single rail coaster in the world. And we need two callers. First two callers, 215-263-WMMR, to scream at their top of their lungs. It's a battle. We pick the winner, the scream you like best, for whatever reason that may be, and give away four packs. So call right now, and we'll get you on. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. Nick, what's going on? All right, uh, so you're jammed on 55 northbound from Deford up to 42. If you're heading into Pennsylvania from New Jersey, uh, west on the Ben Franklin Bridge, that is jammed the length of the bridge because of construction in the right lane. There's also construction on 76 westbound at the merge with 202. The left lane there is closed. That's that ongoing construction 
because of the sinkhole. Blue Route northbound, jammed from 95 up to McDade and then the Vine Street Expressway. That has stopped the length heading west from the Ben Franklin Bridge all the way out to the Schuylkill. This traffic report is brought to you by Acela and Amtrak. Enjoy the superior comfort of Acela for less with Saver Fares. One-way trips from Philadelphia as low as $43. Book early and save at Amtrak.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. By the way, I thought you said the Ben Franklin bitch when you did the... Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, okay. Yeah, wow. That's a, a new name for it. When did they the put that name. up? I don't yeah. know. What a bitch. Have All you right. seen the Ben Franklin bitch? Uh, we have two callers on the line, and we're going to do some screaming for tickets. Four Ooh. packs of tickets for Six Flags Great Adventure and the new coaster, the Jersey Devil. I'm the devil! We have two callers on the line. Let's meet Frank. Good morning, Frank. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. How you doing? Wonderful. Get your vocal cords and your lungs ready because you're going to be screaming in just a moment. You're going to be going up against Charlie. You there, Charlie? Yep. All right, Charlie, here's what we're going to do. Since Frank called in first, he is going to scream first. We'll let him go as long as he wants, and then you will go, and then we will judge, and somebody's going to get four packet tickets. Think about you're on the coaster. You're on your way up to the initial drop, and then it goes, and here comes the scream. Frank, give us your best. Oh, my God. Don't hurt the children. Put it down the knife. Don't hurt the children. Put down the knife. Yeah. All right. Wow. Fair enough. That's just a totally take. different roller coaster ride. By the way, he screamed like intern Joe. Yeah. Absolutely. A little yes. bit there. Yeah. All right, Charlie, you got to go up against that. Let's hear what you got, my man. All right. All right let's get it. Casey gets to Who go is first. Charlie? This Where's, time. This is Charlie? <laughs> I'm, going with, I'm going with Frank. You're going with Frank? I'm going with Frank. All right, yep. Steve, how about you? For the uncanny replication of the gears of a, of a roller coaster, I'm going to give it to Charlie. All right, I'm going to go Charlie. Nick? Well, I'm, uh, because he was caring for the children, I'm going with Frank. <laughs> All, All right, right that means we have to... a tiebreaker. <laughs> And we got to go to Connor and Nick Murphy, but we only need one of you to vote because the, otherwise we'll have another tie. <laughs> All right, who's yeah, it right. going to be, Charlie or Frank? Nick Murphy says Charlie. Charlie! Oh! Who is Charlie? Who is Charlie? Where is he? Is this Charlie? All right, Charlie. <laughs> hang. Well, actually, Frank, we got to let you go, man. Nice good try, job. though. But uh, good high-pitched girl-like screaming that you did there. <laughs> uh, Charlie, you're a winner. We got a four-pack of passes for you to go to Six Flags Great Adventure. All right, my man. Thank you so much. All right, excellent, man. We appreciate it. Hang on. And besides the new coaster, Jersey Devil, you've got Nitro. Uh, you've got El Toro. King Ka. King Ka. It's just... They, they, they have the best. So uh, it's their 13th coaster. <laughs> You're such idiots. Uh, well, listen, for this one, I have not been as excited for a coaster because this is a... This linear, you're the only person in the car. It's just one thin rail, yeah. right? And uh, the way it it uh, it loops and turns and everything looks phenomenal. I, I my wife, I'm bringing my wife, and we're gonna go do it. But she's a uh, she's a coaster person. But yeah. some coasters are like, yeah, yeah, let's go do it. And I can <laughs> tell she's not totally sold on it yet. All right, so uh, you can you can access all those with the four packs. We'll do more later on. And if you want to ride on King to Ka. <laughs> You can. <laughs> His sounds are grosser than mine. <laughs> 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 
car. What is he? Is he trying to say the car? Cathcart Towers have a Okay, that's it. <laughs> uh, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Take great satisfaction in getting that perfect meat slice. It's not for fun. It's for fresh. Because slice to order makes a sub above. <laughs> Let's uh, start with this. A quick thing. This is wild. A quick thinking police officer made like MacGyver to save the life of a Harlem stabbing victim. Police officer Ronald Kennedy covered a gaping chest wound with a potato chip bag and some tape yeah. after a 29-year-old homeless man was knifed in the chest and collapsed outside of a bodega. It's amazing. Back on July 7th. Uh, he had said uh, out loud, he yelled, go get me a bag of potato chips right now. He screamed mm-hmm. at a bystander in a wild scene captured by an NYPD body camera and released by the department. I'm uh, hungry. The bleeding... <laughs> yeah, fi- yeah I, I can eat something. Yeah, a little I'm package. I'm wondering why a potato chip bag in particular. I wonder if they're trained to use that in a pinch. Uh, it might be. I don't know. The, I know that they will use bugles for tracheotomies. Uh, the bleeding victim said weekly, he caught me in my lung. And the cop said, oh. I, I know, I know, just relax. Uh, and he assured the man as he peered under his blood-stained shirt. And then a bystander rushed back outside with a $2 bag of Lay's potato chips. Kennedy ripped it open, dumped out the contents, called for someone to go back inside the bodega and find some tape. Soda! Kennedy and a pair of bystanders laid the victim on the ground with a cop placed the bag on the wound and taped it up, easing the man's labored breathing. And uh, he said it was the best that I could do with what I had. It's amazing. Emergency medical service workers, he told them that when they arrived and looked over his impromptu patch job. Before the victim left in an ambulance, the cop offered a parting wish of goodwill. He said, keep breathing, bro. Uh, according to the attending physician at Harlem Hospital, the actions of the police officer Ronald Kennedy saved the victim's life. Uh, police said the victim was stabbed by another homeless man during an argument. He managed to stumble around the corner to the bodega where he collapsed and witnesses called 911. Mm. Uh, a knife was found at the scene of the attack. His alleged attacker, 38-year-old Eric Rodriguez, was arrested and charged with attempted murder in the incident. So, Amazing. Bag of potato chips did it. That's pretty cool, man. All that and a bag of chips. A man in Florida has been arrested after allegedly crashing a stolen car through an airport security gate and then running into the cockpit of a Coast Guard plane. Hamilton Marino, age 36, was driving a vehicle that had been reportedly stolen earlier that evening in Tampa. Police say airport deputies followed Moreno as he sped away and crashed into a security gate. And then he stopped the car in a large hangar, ran into the cockpit of a parked C-120 aircraft. Wow. Peanut butter. Where police took him into custody. Uh, Moreno faces multiple charges and could even face federal charges, which are pending. I know there probably is none, but was there any reason for all that? I don't know. Okay. I'm guessing maybe not. Yeah, probably yeah. not. On Sunday, officers responded to several reports of a man who removed all of his clothing inside of a Latter-day Saints church in St. George. It's so hot in here. Police dispatchers. <laughs> Who took the 911 calls reported that they had the suspect, they heard the suspect shouting in the background. The suspect later identified as 40 year old Jeremy David Miller, allegedly stripped off his underwear and while completely nude, removed various items from the trunk of his Jeep, scattering them on the church lawn. Multiple witnesses at the church told officers that they were terrified that there was about to be a shooting at the church. Uh, once inside, police said Miller allegedly slammed a child's car seat onto a table and knocked the sacrament tray and water on the ground. 
Police said there were around 100 people inside in the church, including children. When Miller arrived, he then drove off in his Jeep before officers arrived at the scene. And officers <laughs> found Miller at his home. They took him into custody. We're laughing at this <laughs> bit that Steve yeah, not yet. Uh, not told the tragedy. about. Uh, by the way, the link is up on PressNetSteve.com if you want to see the skit and uh, the reference to What's the show. What's the show called? I think you should leave. Okay. The bit is hilarious. <laughs> Three people were injured at a pigeon racing event what? in Robbins, California. Sheriff's this officer is the said, day of my life. <laughs> sheriff's office said the sheriff's office said that a shooting and stabbing happened at a pigeon show. A pigeon racing event on July 10th. Deputies found out that the that a large event happened in the area later determined to be a pigeon racing event when four vehicles pulled up with multiple people who had handguns and swords and they said that the For subject pigeon racing. started shooting and stabbing victims at the event. Uh, three people were shot and stabbed during the event due to a dispute. Uh, they said that the dispute was an ongoing issue from a few weeks prior at another pigeon racing event. The victims tried to go to the hospital on their own, but eventually stopped and called 911 for medical help. Mm. Two of the victims were shot in the foot and thigh, respectively, and have since been released from the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The third victim was shot multiple places and stabbed in the neck. He remains in critical condition. Jeez, two the, yeah, pigeons. Right? Yeah. Uh, two of the suspects in the incident have been identified and arrested. Uh, Karanjeet Singh was arrested on July 11th. Uh, Satveer Singh Cheem was arrested on July 14th for multiple charges, including attempted murder. Other suspects have been identified but not mentioned if any other arrests have been made at a pigeon racing event, mind you. And that is where we're going to end the Bizarre File, because I want to go to this phone call real quick. Yes. Uh, we have Joe. I wonder if this is intern Joe. We're going to go to uh, Joe talking about the potato chip bag thing. Uh, Joe, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. Um, All right, Joe, the potato chip bag that the police officer used to stop a uh, a gaping wound. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this is a pretty common thing that uh, I learned in the military. Yep. Um, so typically you would use it for a any type of stab or bullet wound. Okay. And... You tape three edges of the bag, and then it causes the victim to, when they in, or I'm sorry, when they exhale, uh, it sucks the bag against the chest, so that air doesn't go into the chest cavity, causing you to have trouble inhaling. Huh. Okay. So it allows you to continue breathing because right. it's it doesn't uh, breathe like fabric and right. and stuff. Okay. Right. Interesting. Oh, so so it's to help you keep breathing if you have some kind of a chest wound. Right, yeah, because if your chest cavity fills up with air, yeah. uh, when you inhale, your lungs can't expand. That's right, yeah. So, like, collapsed lungs and, and situations like that. Could you replace a lung with a bag of chips? <laughs> I didn't learn that one. All okay. right. All right. Thank you, Joe. I was Appreciate a family it. size, right? I was just curious why he was so specific about a, yes. about yeah. a potato chip bag. And but it's I the guess material. It's that foil yeah. uh, that will, uh, it's not porous, it doesn't breathe, like Casey was saying, like, uh, you know, uh, 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 gauze or something like that. It's amazing. Wow, that's really cool. All right, with that, let's take a break. Don't forget, though, we have a secret text word, a chance for you to win uh, some tickets to see Rival Sons. They're playing the Fillmore October 23rd. So text word secret to 39333. We'll get a winner a little bit later on. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hello, my name is John Whitney, owner of New A Gallery. I am located at 201 West Baltimore Pike in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. Is where my permanent gallery is. I'm also at the Berwyn Antique Flea Market. 
every Saturday and sunny in Berwyn from 8 o'clock till 4 p.m. 260 Sweetsford Road, Berwyn, Pennsylvania. We're there every weekend. Come by and visit us. Thank you very much. Next message. Hi, I'm Kim from Jimmy's Local Appliance Repair. Family owned and operated for over 15 years. Located in Burlington, New Jersey. Do you have a kitchen or laundry appliance that's been giving you problems? Give us a call at 609-220-2377 and enjoy the fact that Jimmy delivers exceptional work at a fair price with Marine Corps Precision. We serve Burlington and Camden counties in New Jersey and Bucks and Montgomery counties in Pennsylvania. Same day and next day service is available. We also offer discounts to active and or retired military, civil servants, and senior citizens. Call Jimmy or visit the company's website at jimmyslocalappliancerepair.com. Thank you at MMR New Rock. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Let's get some yelling here. New coaster. Great adventure. Jersey Devil. We want to hear your excitement and give away some tickets. Four packs of tickets, by the way. Uh, our next competitors are, first up, Sandy. Hey, hey. Hi, Sandy. Hi. How you Sandy. Do- How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Excellent. All right, well, save your strength because you're going to need it in a moment for your screaming because you're going to be going up against Andrew. Yo, Andrew, good morning, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Andy. All right, all right Andrew. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Sandy go first, Sandy and Andy, uh-huh. and then we'll see Sandy, who the Andy. better. <laughs> we'll see who the better screamer is. All right, Sandy, when you're ready, give us your best. Go for it. Oh my god! 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 Okay. Short, punchy, well acted. Almost orgasmic. Yes, oh my God, yeah. my God. Yeah. orgasmic. Yeah. Leading up to that. All right, Andrew, that's what you got to beat. When you're ready, give us your scream, brother. All right. Oh, I ate the roast beef. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Roast beef. I like that. All right, uh, Nick, you get to vote first this time. Is it going to be Sandy or Andrew? You know, I uh, I enjoyed the orgasm. I'm going with Sandy. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, Sandy. I'm going to go with Andrew. Andy. I thought he had a little more oomph to him. Uh, Casey? Yeah, I'm going with Andy as well. Andy. Steve, you're the... So I thought Sandy was did a wonderful orgasmic sort of thing, but I, I, I did... I always appreciate the mentioning of roast beef, so yeah. uh, uh, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's our winner. Sandy, thank you for playing along. We appreciate it, but we are going to give it to Andrew. Congratulations, Andrew. Yeah, hang up hang on the line, bud. We're going to give you those tickets. You get a four-pack to go to uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. And don't forget that this is their 13th coaster, the Jersey Devil. It is the world's fastest and tallest and longest single rail coaster in the world. Uh, 13 stories high. And three wicked inversions. You can test your courage as you dare to take a ride with the devil. It's awesome. Congratulations. Looks great. We'll keep doing that till the end of the show, by the way. Um, Real quick, I wanted to point out something. People had mentioned this a few days ago, and uh, we didn't get a chance to play this on the air, but a really cool mention of the Preston and Steve show uh, from some friends. So Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer do a podcast called Two Bears in One Cave. Well, Bert's been... Way far away, filming the, the the machine story. Yeah, and so he's been. Believe away, it so or not, Tom has been carrying on as being having uh, guest hosts, and 
He had Mark Maron on. It's a good pairing. Awesome. Yeah, these guys are great. Love both of these guys. Yes. Uh, and they made mention of our show. So nice. I love that. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, so I haven't honestly, I haven't heard this yet. I I did. It's great. All right, let's uh, let's roll the clip of uh, of these guys talking about us. I hated a so little interest in you because some of the times. They would just do like a little bit of research. They would just As, be open wiki page. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. 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 You were born in Cincinnati. Yeah, I was New that. Jersey. I'm huh? yeah. born in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. yeah. was. was that? Yeah, it was good. It was good. eight. Mm-hmm. All right. So they, they're talking about uh, being interviewed, and they're talking about how a lot of radio interviews they've done over the years are not very good, and the people aren't prepared for the interview right. at all. And all they'll do right before the interview is open up the wiki page and say, hey, it looks like you were born in Jersey. Talk about that. All right, here we go. Left. Yeah, six when we left. Yeah. But if they did like a little bit, like if they were just like, you know, yeah. I don't know, just a little bit, all of a sudden you go like, oh, and then you want to give more. Well, I just like it when they're, they're like, you walk in and they're like, we were just talking about this. And I'm like, yes. great. Great, great. I'll great. talk about that. Yeah. There's some good, I mean, I, I always like doing Preston and Steve. Yeah, great. And, and those guys, yeah, those guys are great. There's an Orlando show that I was like, I was like, oh, it's Orlando. I said, no, it was a great morning show. I forget the name yeah, of the Preston show. Yeah, Preston and Steve are good. Matt and Heidi are good here. You know, uh, yeah. they're they're fun to do. And there's like, you know, John DeBella, is yeah. that his name? He's also ah. in Philly, the, the yes. old dude with the big curly mustache. <laughs> yeah, nice guy. The big old, I love it. Nice guy. You know, yeah. been around for a long time. It's a very kind of nice interview. Yeah, huh? they, they yeah. he wants, that's the thing is yeah. those like three shows want it. How about yeah. that? That's man. good, man. Yeah. And it's it, really cool. It, 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 it's it's quite we're we're honored by the uh, the compliment because it's something we try to do, give them a good form to uh, yeah. be who they are. And that, let, let's, you know, it's easy when you have right. these guys in your studio. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. They, they bring their A game all the time. And we've yeah. also had them on a number of times, so there, there's definitely a, a comfortability yeah. that, that um, grows with that. Now, you know, a lot of times these guys, are, are they're, they're brought in to do these uh, interviews so that they can sell tickets because they, right. they make money at the door. So, right. uh, and, and Mark... Has done morning radio, and I think that gave him a greater appreciation for what you guys do. Is when he actually had to do it himself. But like he said, though, just uh, just being able to talk about whatever that says what we like to do. Clearly, we are not as structured as <laughs> Tom was. Uh, as NPR, Tom was sharing a story uh, of a bit that he uh, or a radio interview he did in Hartford, and he said it was the worst one he's ever done because the guy uh, right before the interview goes, "Okay, so just uh, you just do your stuff." Yeah. Oh, really? Do your act. Yeah, and, no. and with no preparation whatsoever, and, and Tom was like, I don't want to do that. Let's talk about <laughs> right. something. And the guy was just not prepared at all. Yeah, he said, you take care of, you just do it. He's yeah. like, I'm just going to crack the mics, it. go. and it's and it's yeah. yours. I don't necessarily know if he was saying do your act, but he was like. No, and Segura says, yeah. do you want me to, to open up the break? Yeah. Do you want right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. to know? <laughs> so Marin had relayed a story as well that I thought was hilarious because he was doing radio. I don't remember what city he was in. But just before he was about to go oh, yeah. into the studio, some like intern or whatever comes running out of the studio and goes, "We got to, we got to do this in, in the other studio. The puke cannon uh, broke, <laughs> and so apparently they had uh, tried to hook up like a leaf blower to. They were like guzzling milk, and I'm like, man, we've done that. Before. I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So that was cool. Uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Mark. Yes, yeah, uh, nice. Big fans of you guys, and uh, that's cool that you have made mention on uh, on your podcast. We appreciate that. Um, I saw this article. I wanted to bring this up. This really gave me a. Uh, I know, this is just a nice little thing to read this morning, and it's from um, a great website called Board Panda. They have all kinds of different uh, just lists and, and uh, topics that people contribute to. 
And the subject line is 40 times that kids cracked adults up with their alternative names for common things. Right, where they don't quite get the pronunciation, right? Uh, not just pronunciation, just description. Description of, of what, oh, the, right. the, what this is. So it's a lot of fun. Some of them are pronunciations, and they're goofy. Right. Uh, but some of these are really cute and intriguing. And if you have some you want to share, feel free to give us a call. So this first one up says, my four-year-old calls a box of tissues... B- the bless you box. The bless you Aww. box. I think that's pretty it's adorable. Cute. So somebody's eighteen. Say, uh, here's one that is actually so a a mix up with the word. Okay. And Jim Gaffigan is the one who posted. Huh. this. he said, "My three year old just asked me, can you take me to the Vampire State Building?" Aw, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> As I, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard the yeah. uh, Umpire State Building. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's one that says, "My two year old son calls the sunroof in the car the sky window." And I think the entire world should adopt this. That's I, I like that. Yep. The sky window. Uh, here's one that says, my four-year-old calls trampolines jumpolines. <laughs> it just makes more sense. Yeah. I like that. Uh, this one says, my three-year-old calls it this day instead of today. And I shall never correct him. Like, here's an example. Is it going to be sunny this day? <laughs> What are we playing this Aww. day? That's very formal, and I like Isn't it. it though? Yeah, I'm th- she says I'm thinking of adopting that myself. Uh, another one says my my four year old has been carrying a small notebook around all day. She opens it, writes small scribbles, and then quickly closes it back up. And she's calling it her secret diarrhea. No. <laughs> <laughs> her secret diarrhea. And she says, and maybe someday <laughs> I'll correct her, but not today. I don't. I think I've had a few secret diarrheas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you like, oh, my God. That one's just for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to, uh, hey, I got to go. Great hanging with you guys. Uh, this one says, last night my kid kept calling my slide sandals my strap-ons. Oh. And oh, I feel yeah. bad that I couldn't tell him why. I almost wet my pants laughing. <laughs> you do strap them on, though. Uh, my daughter calls deodorant armpit makeup. <laughs> I like that. Uh, By the way, you know there there is there's anti uh, perspirant and there's deodorant and there you, you can get two different things. A lot of people were unaware of that. I was shocked to find out. Another one says my four year old daughter is calling geese honkies, <laughs> and I should probably correct her, <laughs> but I'm not going. Honkies, wow, that is uh, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, oh, I love this one. He says we still use the term rainbrella in our house, Aww. even though said son is now in his thirties. So some people will hang on sure. to that that little mispronunciation or description. Did you? Do your kids generate any? Um, uh, wow, none yeah. that are coming to the top of my mind. Now, my daughter used to mispronounce spaghetti, and okay. she, said she would call it biscetti, which oh. is a common one, which was adorable, yeah. and I loved. Like and fortunately, bazaña. I have. Video of her. Oh, okay. really? Reading a book where spaghetti is said several times. Like, and in fact, at one point she goes, "Biscetti, biscetti, biscetti." Oh, I'll always eat biscetti. And I'm like, "Thank God I got this on video." <laughs> we uh, call in my house. We call vacation vacation because of my oldest daughter. We call it vacation. All right, all right. My uh, my son, um, <clears throat> when he was learning how to read, we were driving down the shore, and there was a, a liquor store, and he read it as. Liquors and spritz, <laughs> and I will never call a liquor store not a liquor st- and spritz and spritz. Yeah, yeah spirit I love instead it. of spirits. Uh, this one I love. Uh, this says my three-year-old thinks the Beatles are Paul, George, Pingu, and Joe Lemons. <laughs> Pingu, 
Pingu. Oh, oh, well, Nick, you have one of the classic ones, Perjanger. 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 Yeah, Ben yeah. was learning anatomy, and uh, female uh, body part was not a vagina. It was a Perjanger. I love Paul, George, Pingu, and Joe Lemons. <laughs> and they said, and he won't be taking any further questions on this. All right, uh, Nick Murphy it wants to chime in. Yo, buddy. Yeah, so uh, you guys know what Uncrustables are? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. them. Love oh, them. They're a great invention. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're like <laughs> our go-to snack. Uh, but my son calls them peanut butter and jelly tacos. <laughs> Ooh, and they, that's what they we are. call them in our house. Good. That's, actually, that's actually accurate. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Remember they sent us a whole bunch of the Incrustables? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Peanut butter and jelly. through those mother effers. You ever tried the cheese ones, Murph? No, I saw they have, like, meat ones, and I'm what? not yeah. interested in yeah. those. Yeah, it's filet mignon. <laughs> no, okay. No. The, uh, the, uh, so they had sweet and savory. Yeah, I remember. And the cheese ones were good. I remember, yeah, they were they were kind of like a, a riff on grilled cheese, and you would heat them up or toast them or something like Nuclear that. Nuclear hot. But yeah. my favorite was the peanut butter and jelly. Yes. Um, peanut butter and jelly tacos. Yeah. yeah. Peanut, butter course, jelly tacos. peanut butter and jelly tacos. And we put them in the freezer, and you can eat them frozen, and they're still delicious. Mm. All right. Thank you, Murph. Uh, Let's see. And I'll go to some calls here in just a second. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Let's see. This one says, uh, eggs equals butt fruit. So somebody calls that. I saw that movie. Um, (laughs) This one says, my niece is six. She hates wearing jeans because she hates the zippers and how they scrunch up, but she doesn't call them jeans. She calls them wiener pants. Wiener and I pants. wish I didn't find that out as she yelled it in the store. <laughs> and I don't know why. They didn't give a, a uh, okay. uh, an explanation to that. Let me go to some calls. Uh, I will go to Diane. Hey, Diane, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. How are you doing today? Wonderful. What's up, Diane? Fantastic. So um, I run a daycare, and one of my little girls once told me how much she hates Spaghettos. Spaghettos? Spaghettos, like kind of like spaghetti, but with Cheetos mixed in, like Spaghettos. <laughs> Spaghettos. But I had to ask her, I said, what's a Spaghetto, honey? And she goes, you know, the bugs that sting you itchy. And I said, oh, you mean a mosquito. Sp- I, I would stay with Spaghettos. That is so cute. If that were Spaghettos will forever be a mosquito now. I love so. it. I love it. You know, Thank when a kid you, says something like that, it, oh, absolutely. When a kid says something like that, it's, it's endearing. But if somebody approaching you in a dark alley was saying that, yeah, you'd you'd know your your time was limited. All right, let me go next to James. Hi, James. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. You guys rock. Oh! What's up, man? Yeah, this is similar to your last car. My little brother. We were camping, and he was saying neater nights. <laughs> neater neater bites. Neater nights. Neater nights are getting me. And we're like, what? Here was the mosquitoes. He was getting bitten up by mosquitoes. <laughs> neater nights. Neater nights. And that just made sense to him. So yeah, it did. I, I love Thanks. that. I you know obviously we've had the topic of, of of adults who have carried this belief about you know the the terminology and the pronunciation well into their adult years. Oh, but yeah. but uh, there's there is something just intrinsically adorable about a little kid getting confused. We'll go to Allison. Allison, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? One, we love you guys. Wonderful. Thank oh, you so much. You. All right, what's uh, what do you want to share with us? So my son is now 20, but when he was about five, oh no, getting ready for work in school, and I'm telling him, get dressed, get dressed, and he screams, Ma, can I wear short sleeves pants to school today? <laughs> short sleeve <laughs> instead pants. of shorts? Yeah. Instead yeah. of shorts. That was one of our short sleeve pants. That was in our household, too. Yeah, growing really? up, one of my brothers called him that. That's funny. Allison, how old is he now? Yeah. Now. Okay. And do you still use the term short sleeve pants from time to time? Oh, absolutely. It has been added to the family lexicon. I love it. 
that so, you, well, when I was a kid, and I'm sure that my my father doesn't remember, but my mother would have. I would, I would say, "Can I wear my strap on to school?" And oh. it, was a, it was a large rubber penis that yeah, I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. How embarrassing! Oh my god, oh, adorable! My god. It's adorable. Right, here's one. Oh, this was just the best, and I think this was Carter, and it was when they were learning about Thanksgiving and how um, the settlers, uh, the Pilgrims, met. The Night of the Americans. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Night it. of the Americans. Yes. Instead Which, of Native Americans. The Native Americans. <laughs> um, that is adorable. So yeah, wonderfully sweet. The Night of the Americans, he would say. And I just okay. melt my heart. And you don't me, even man. want to correct him. Because, no. And even if you know they're going to get beat up in school at some point when they say that, it's well, because it's just so adorable. I love it. Uh, we'll go to Jim next. Hey, Jim, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. <laughs> You know, man, brother, what's up? Better. Um, when my son, my son is now 25. When he was young, uh, he used to like to eat the canned fruit cocktail. Yeah. And um, he called it fruit peacock. <laughs> fruit peacock? <laughs> yes. Cocktails? And, is that where he got peacock from? Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. He used to point at the pantry door and say, can I have some fruit peacock? Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. I Thanks, love the Jim. way the mind thinks at yeah. that level. That's that's fruit peacocks. Here's some other examples from this article. It says my four year old just called skinny dipping nakedy dipping. Nakedy dipping. And says I will never call it anything else. Uh another one says mommy really likes flashem shows. Uh she meant to say fashion shows. Oh, oh man. You can find a lot of flashem shows on TV these days. We got a lot of great stuff from my youngest because she talked and like like at a very young age, and when right. I mean like talk, like you could have a full on conversation with her at, at two years old. At, at birth? At, no, Wait not at birth, but it was it was younger than than the other two that I wow, had. Wow, and, and not only, but do you, you remember know, how exactly about, about uh, well, not exactly, but like, where, are we talking like a year? We're talking. I, I can find you a video and show you a video of her leading us in prayer. Wow. Uh, before her second birthday. Wow. That's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's really, really. But as a result, you got the cutest stuff. And, and what sucks is I have a lot of this stuff on video, and she she's embarrassed by it. And she yeah. doesn't let you. So if uh, I want to play it, I can't play it in her Oh, presence. no, you're going to make a montage out of it and play uh, it at her wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got to do. Here's what it says. My son would call his shoelaces tires. Yeah. Meaning T-Y-E-R-S. Oh. Tired, you time yeah. together. Time together. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, this says, uh, my 11-year-old calls a porta potty a portal potty. <laughs> and every time she says it, I feel like it's a place where you send your nasty into space or something. And I must say, it's not far off because every time I use one of those, I honestly long to be on another planet. Another one says, last night, my uh, four-year-old said a prayer for all the people in the world, including Africa, Asia, and syrup. <laughs> And from now on, I will be referring to Europe oh. only as syrup. syrup. I was like, what is syrup? <laughs> uh, we have uh, James on the line. Good morning, James. Hey, good morning. Uh, can you do me a favor and take that kryptonite away from me? Said that, man. Now, that's Superman. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. For <laughs> Wait a minute. Remind me. Uh, it was, was my, that? my Batman impression. Oh. Please, get that kryptonite away from me. <laughs> that's Superman. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've been yeah, working yeah. on it. That was yeah. a good Jesus. callback, James. <laughs> All right, James. What did you yeah. want to share, man? Uh, we're doing laundry when my son was two years old, and he asked for a, a home canger. And we're like home canger, like home, home. You know, he was becoming more insistent. Then he went over to the bed and picked up a coat hanger and said, "Home, 
home tanger. Like, like don't you understand English? Uh, uh, so, a coat uh, hanger was a home tanger. Home tanger. So we were home tanger. We still call them home tanger. Oh, of course you do. Just a few letters away from purjanger. I love that. I love the people <laughs> that hold on to these things. Ah. Uh, let's see. We'll go. To, okay. I'm going to go to uh, Steve here. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? My sister turned 40 this year. <clears throat> and um, when she was, I guess, a toddler or a little kid, she couldn't say privates or private parts. So okay. she said peaks. She would say her peaks. Like, if you know, did you take a shower? You take a bath? You clean your privates? She said, yeah, I clean my peaks. So, and, um, do you think that was that like peeking at it, or what, what, no? She couldn't say. She oh, she just couldn't pride. say it. Okay, yeah. wow. So what's funny is she. We all said it, and I have uh, a twenty-two-year-old and a sixteen-year-old who grew up saying it. And what's funny? We love watching the cooking shows because whenever they make meringue, you have to whip things up into stiff peaks, and we all laugh every time it happens. So it's a family thing now. You, you yeah. it's all it's your your peaks are your private parts. I love that. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with uh, Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, Kate. So, uh, so my daughter, we were in the doctor's office, and there were these pamphlets on the, you know, on the wall, and she asked me what they said. So I'm going through and reading them, and then one of them said puberty on it. And she says, I said, do you know what puberty is? She says, yeah, I think I, I, think I know what puberty is. It's puberty and justice for all. <laughs> <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance without thinking about that, can you? Yes, exactly. So I now it's it. puberty and justice for all. I think uh, you're right. However, <laughs> technically, that phrase still works as a puberty for all. Absolutely, yeah, yes. We all We're going to get it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kate. Yep. Uh, this other example says, uh, my four-year-old just said to her stuffed dragon, that's my mom. Her name is Audra, but you should just call her Old McDonald. <laughs> and honestly, she's absolutely right. Says, I don't know why. All right. Just uh, no explanation. <laughs> Another one says, I, I told my daughter that I ate this type of watermelon as a kid since they didn't have the round seedless kind, and now she calls these 80s watermelons. Because <laughs> that's when they, they, it was a kid. Yeah, so the uh, 80s watermelons. So the longer, uh, yeah. more uh, oval shaped. So they also make round, they, 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 right. they grow, they don't make them, they grow round ones and <laughs> seedless. But so they call them 80s watermelons. 80s watermelons. I love that. Uh, over next to Paul, who's on the air. Paul, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up, man? I have two. My older daughter used to call a gift uh, certificate. Certificate? Certificate? Yeah. Certificate. Certificate. And then my other daughter would call a bathing suit a baby soup. Oh, I love <laughs> Instead of bathing suit, baby soup. I love yep. it. It's like uh, Baby Wheel. <laughs> exactly. Like Thanks, that. Paul. Where did we get Baby Wheel? Uh, just it was it was a guess a in a contest that we had done. Right. Uh, we might have been doing like Pictionary, right? A type of Pictionary at like Keenan's or whatever. Right. Right. And the guy guessed Baby Wheel, <laughs> like like that's a thing, and we forever yeah. ran with it. So instead of like a, a baby seat in a car, you would attach the baby to the wheel. All right. We'll go next to Scott. Good morning to you, Scott. Good morning, Gagzooks. Gagzooks, man. Gagzooks. Gag <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, no, my my uh, oldest nephew, he's 18 right now, but when he was, like, you know, growing up, still run, running around in diapers, um, we would play Grand Theft Auto a lot, and <laughs> every time we would play the game, he would go, Uncle Scott, Uncle Scott. He's like, are you going to play touch? I'm like, what do you mean touch? He's like, you know, touch. I'm like, I'm 
I'm not understanding what you're talking about. He's like, you know, touch, where you shoot people and steal cars. <laughs> and I'm all like, oh, you mean Grand Theft Auto? He's like, yes, you know, touch. I'm like, okay, yeah, touch. Play, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play touch. Wait and to until this day, we still, we, me, his father, and his mother, we all call it touch. So, you, but no understanding of where why he got touch from that. I have no, we have no idea. That's just what he called it. It's got to be <laughs> great, though, Scott. All those memories wow. of your your very young children playing Grand Theft Auto with them. <laughs> That's hey, he, hey, he just sat down and watched. <laughs> uh, right, thanks, daddy, Scott. daddy, kill a hooker. Dude, there was a, there was a meme way back when it showed a, a father and son and a little kid who was probably like yeah. four years old, and they're playing Grand Theft Auto's on the screen, mm-hmm. and you see the the, the caption says. And if you kill that hooker, you get your money back. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. This is terrible. Uh, we go to Amber next. Hey, Amber, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Amber? Uh, so when my son was about two years old, he stayed at my mom's house for the night. And in the morning, she asked what he wanted for breakfast. And he said, I, I want some hash brownies. Aww. Hash said, brownies. <laughs> she said, what? And he said, hash brownies. My mommy gets them for me all the time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh. What? He said, at McDonald's, hash brownies. She said, oh, hash browns. Oh, okay. that's so funny. Hash brown. It'd be, oh, it'd be great to hear kids say that. I love oh, edibles. <laughs> who, who was this, by the way, Amber? This was my oldest son, Chase, or my oldest child, Chase. How, <laughs> how old is Chase now? He is. 13 and tried hanging up the phone before I got through. The phone. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right, Chase. Listen, yeah, they're becoming <laughs> they're becoming legal. And and yes, you're right about that. But everybody's made little pronunciation mistakes like this. All right, thank you, Amber. Bye. All right, we'll see you. All right, Ash brownies. Over next to Sam. Hey, Sam. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys are awesome. Thank oh. you, Sam. What's up? So I have little brothers. One is 10 years younger than me and one is 20 years younger than me. And they've said all kinds of crazy things. But my husband's name is Ryan. And when we met, the kids were really little. So they called him Buy-In with a B. And now everybody in the family calls him that, like, aunts, uncles, my parents. And Eddie's about to turn 18, so it's been a long time. Okay, no, it'll stick, yeah. So instead of Ryan, it's Buy-In. It's a buy-in. It's in birthday cards and everything. And the little one's like seven, and he'll correct himself. He's like, "Hey, Ryan. Oh, I mean buy-in." I I have a similar that was t- like worse. I had an uncle Jack, and I couldn't pronounce Jack, and so I I was the C. It was Uncle Rooster. Oh, really? Yes. No so uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then everybody else in the family, older people, of course, would rib him oh, that's because great. that, and they would call him uncles. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Uh, we'll go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, Bill? So, my daughter's two, and she loves fruit, but we used to feed her, like, strawberries and blueberries and stuff like that when she first started teething and all that. But now that she can eat other fruits, everything is, like, appleberry and <laughs> orangeberry and waterberry. <laughs> so, everything is a berry. <laughs> yeah, she thinks every fruit is a berry. <laughs> That's cute. I like it. I love that. Thanks. You know what I found out? I have an interesting um, little factoid that I found has nothing to do with this, but but the berry thing that he mentioned. Um, there's a, a term, limey. You've heard of that before? Yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, usually a, a pejorative for British. Term. Yeah, for British. And I looked up the origin of that, and um, you know, I found out you know it's because they they would add uh, citrus juice to uh, to grog for the sailors, and yep. and they would keep them from getting scurvy. Right. What I didn't know is that at that time, lemons and limes 
were all called, like, the term lime could be interchangeable for either one of them. No kidding. Oh. Like, they didn't distinguish between, you could say limes hmm. and actually get a lemon. Interesting. So some, in, in fact, a lot of citrus fruits were just called limes back in the day. Well, I, I can why, see that. It's a weird yeah. little fact. Uh, the, the fact that pudding refers to dessert in general, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because Casey and I were yeah. having dinner and, and the, they, had a, they had a pudding section. Right. Yes. You saw it was all, all puddings. I would have gotten puddings. I very interested in practicing one of your puddings. I don't want pudding. I just want dessert. I want like a cake or something like that. I want you to lick my pudding. I want pudding. I have another berry fact for you. Okay. I learned recently that huckleberries and blueberries are very closely related, but huckleberries cannot be domesticated. They only grow in the wild. Blueberries, you can have like a blueberry farm and grow them and mass produce them. So you can have you can teach your huckleberry to sit and fetch. That's right. Yes. I'm a huckleberry. Yeah. Uh, I'm a blueberry huckleberry. Here's another. I'm the biggest show in town. I'm huckleberry hound. <laughs> here's another uh, example from this article. I said it says I'm I'm not saying don't teach your kids proper terminology, but I am saying that mine called a force field a horse field for oh, about a year, <laughs> and that was the best year of my life. Uh, another one. <laughs> this is good. When, now I like these. Other than just mispronunciations, right. trying to describe something and giving it a term. So this says my my guy was three. He named coffee grounds bean dirt. <laughs> that's, that's kind of appropriate. Great. They yes. look at it, and yeah. that's, it just makes sense to them. And, like, here's another one. This one says, my daughter calls her teeth smile bones. <laughs> yeah. So why not, right? That's clever. Yeah. All right. They're not all stupid. Let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, Del- uh, Delaney. Hi, Delaney. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Oh! Thank you. What's up, Delaney? Um, when I was little, actually, I went outside to greet my bus driver, and it was almost summer, so I was in my bikini. And um, I said, hey, Paul, do you like my zucchini? Oh, my God. <laughs> How old were you at this time? Um, I think I was in maybe first grade kindergarten. Uh, okay. All right. That's my zucchini. <laughs> Does that still get used? Uh, yeah. I still get my son up for it. Well, it. yes. you got and, and I'm sure you now own many zucchinis. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Delaney. Uh, let's see. We will go over to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry hey. to bother you at work. No such thing. What do <laughs> you want to tell us? Uh, so when my daughter was little, uh, she couldn't say grandma, so she said gingo. <laughs> gingo. And- Yep, Gingo. Uh, and now she is 10, and my three-year-old son also says Gingo. We all call my mother-in-law Gingo. So so many times the grandmother, what, what is first sayable by the children, becomes the default name. Yep. Gum, gum. Uh, gum gum. Gum gum, yes. Mean, that's, that's what yeah. Ben calls my mom. Uh, I mean, some are like old yeah. whore. Old whore. Absolutely. <laughs> right. so she, no. will, she will be Gingo forever. Now, why would you change that? That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Like, you know, you, you've heard like Baba and yeah. and, uh, and things like that. And, and it's usually, like, yeah, the child said it. You got it. I love you, gutter slut. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, very, grandma was easier. Very intelligent child, like your daughter. Yes. Came up I with love that you, one. gutter slut. <laughs> uh, let's have Hi, Ray. Mom. Let's have Ray on. Hey, Ray, good morning. Good morning. What's up? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. What's going on, Ray? <laughs> Yeah, I was over at my uh, brother's house one morning. My little nephew asked me to get him some uh, cow booby juice. <laughs> cow? What the hell is cow booby juice? Oh my 
He points at the milk jug in the refrigerator. Oh, Cow booby juice. Cow Somebody beer. had to have coached him with that <laughs> yeah, one. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. I don't know, sir, but I was slapping my ass off. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Whoops, I made some penis pudding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Whoops. It's vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Think of in the, the to be that innocent though in in the mind of, you know yes and I agree Preston somebody had to have put that in the the brain cow yeah, booby juice yeah come on uh, here's another example it says my seven year old calls her gloves finger mittens and I will never call them anything else that's cute uh, this one says my son is always called pads meaning uh, women's feminine pads oh mini diapers for big girls oh. Okay. I cannot bring myself to correct him and explain to him their purpose yet, so I laugh and play along. Mini diapers for big girls? Yep. yep. Huh. And uh, I don't know how old her son is. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is great. My five-year-old calls Green Jolly Ranchers lightsaber flavor. <laughs> oh, yes. I like that. Yeah. Yes. I like that a lot. Uh, another one says, uh, this is like, like a back and forth um, dialogue. It says, Mom, can I have a lemon tongue? What? For a snack. Wait, what do you mean? A baby orange. Oh, my God. Yes, you can have a clementine. <laughs> a lemon. <laughs> a lemon tongue. That's cute. <laughs> I like it. Uh, let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, my man? Hey, so my son was like a complete and utter Star Wars freak. His name's Ryan, so I can make fun of him, of course. <laughs> but, uh, he used to call C-3PO that guy, and he would never call him anything else. And if we said C-3PO, he would seem terrified. So, would just be wow, like, oh, that guy, why? That guy. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> that guy. It's, it's like Voldemort. You yeah, know, you the can't... name that must not be said. Yeah, so that yeah. guy. So The other side of it, the other side of it is my mother-in-law, who's amazing, and she's like, in her 70s, calls cornhole cornhog, and she still can't understand why she calls it that, but now we all call it cornhog. Cornhog. Dude, listen, my mom calls Chick-fil-A. Hi, Grandma. She calls it Chick-a-fil, and we all call it Chick-a-fil. <laughs> Does she still call it that? She still calls it that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm intrigued by the C- C-3PO thing. That guy. I'll, I'll bet he was just like, Terrible. almost like the uncanny valley. Like, right. he's scared. What's with this thing? Of that. You know, humanoid thing. Yeah, and that guy. It's like when kids see the uh, the Easter Bunny at the mall. Like, oh yeah, what is that? Right. Or or the the skit we were watching yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go to Tina. Hey there, Tina. How you doing? Wonderful, Tina. What's up? So my youngest son. I had four kids, and my youngest son always got mad because uh, he never got the order when we were in the restaurant. So I said, one day I said to him, okay, he's six years old. I said, go ahead and order. So we're sitting there, I wait for the waitress to come. Waitress comes there and he goes, okay, what do you want? He says, I'll have beaver eggs. <laughs> beaver <laughs> eggs. Beaver eggs. Beaver, beaver eggs. I'm like, where do you see beaver <laughs> eggs on the menu? <laughs> the word beverage. Oh, he saw the word beverage. beaver eggs. <laughs> oh, that's great. So to this day, we all say to him, you want beaver eggs? <laughs> yeah. How about some ice cold beaver eggs for everybody? Oh, my God. That is awesome. Beaver eggs. Nice beaver. Nice, Tina. I love that. Uh, beaver right. eggs. Uh, here's, here's another one. Mama says, Mama, can I have some cacamole? Cacamole. Guaca- yeah, guacamole. Oh yeah, guacamole. I want, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. I love that. Uh, let's see. Uh, my this one says my daughter calls boss baby a baby called boss, which strikes me as the boss baby's dark autobiography where he looks back at how his life was <laughs> ravaged by capitalism. A baby called boss. 
Uh, nine-year-old says she misses most. What she misses most about going to movies is getting snacks from the confession stand. <laughs> <laughs> so when we go, when we do go again. I'll be paying a lot more attention to when she places her there, order. There's that magical window, you know. It's like starts yeah. at three or four and it goes until about nine or ten, and they and then you it know comes go to hell. Yeah, well <laughs> then you're just uh, insufferable and you don't want to spend any more time with them at all. Yeah. <laughs> Another one says today's sign you have a pandemic, Ken. My two year calls uh, my two year old calls lotion face sanitizer. <laughs> Uh, well, no. you know, you know, talk about the pandemic. The we were talking uh, a while ago about the mispronunciation of quarantine as quarantine. Yes, quarantine. <laughs> yes, yeah. and it's crazy. Another one says, "My four-year-old calls badminton rackets ball trampolines." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's kind of what that is. Sounds kind of painful, actually. Uh, let's see here. Another one says, uh, "My kid calls a butt a poop cavity." Wow. Yeah. And he says, you're welcome. That's a little right. graphic there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Well, anyhow, I thought that was a fun little walk down. Good stuff. The, uh, uh, the look in the peek inside the mind of children. It's so much fun. And thank you for the calls. We do appreciate that. Uh, our next guest is on the line and ready to go. And uh, She's awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. In fact, she's a legend. Yes, um, uh, absolutely. Especially with uh, Modern Drummer Magazine putting her in their Hall of Fame issue. She'll be the first woman to appear. It's well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. And she's also a host of what's called Great Performances, Roots of Latin Jazz. It's on PBS Friday night, uh, actually all month. Please welcome the incomparable Sheila E. Yeah. To the show this morning. Sheila, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're, we're doing wonderful. It's such an honor to have you on. Um, I'm a fellow drummer, been following your career for a long, long time, and your father as well, Pete Escovedo. Uh, so, congratulations on this uh, uh, on this award, this uh, this honor from uh, Modern Drummer Magazine. That's got to be great for you. Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, what an honor. I mean, first of all, I didn't even believe that it. it no woman has ever won this award. So, <laughs> I mean, we're making history again, which is awesome. But it's hard to believe because there's so many great incredible drummers out there that just happen to be women right now. So yeah. I'm honored. Yeah, I remember, you know, like Terry Lynn Carrington, watching her. She used to play with on Arsenio's show. Amazing jazz drummer. Um, and you know what? With with social media this day and age, Sheila, the majority of outstanding percussion performances that I see on Instagram, on Twitter, are coming from women. And it is so cool and inspiring. And you, I think you helped motivate um, a lot of young women uh, today, and especially there's drumline videos and all kinds of stuff. So it's really refreshing to see, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of, if, when I have time, like a little bit of every day, if I can, at, or at least four times a week, I go on social media and I try to find those up and coming uh, percussionists and drummers, even from not just from the states, from from South Africa, from Brazil. I mean, it's incredible, and I'm like. Well, I didn't. I knew nothing about them, but I'm so excited to see the majority of these incredible musicians happen to be women, and it is inspiring. And so, what I do now, I've been doing this for a, a couple of years. I DM them, I send them a message on, Insta, on Instagram, wow, or Twitter, whatever. I send them an a, a message, and I say to them, "I'm a fan," and I've just heard of them, but I always say, "I'm a fan." And I love what you're doing, and keep up the good work. And this is so in- incredibly inspiring. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And a lot of times they're like, 
oh, my God, Sheila E., teacher, you are my teacher. And I'm like, what? I I mean, I've never met the person, but, you know, I think they start, well, then we have conversations. And, I mean, this goes across the board, like, you know, you've done so much. We've been watching your videos. I love you very much. And this, it's just, and I don't, you don't realize when you're doing what you love to do for so long that you don't know whose life you might touch. Right. It's. It's just been inspiring. I'm I'm just amazed. So yeah, it's been very cool. Excellent. Well, listen, I'm I'm also excited to see uh, great performances. Roots of uh, Latin Jazz. Uh, it's on PBS. Um, I've been in awe of Latin musicians because, and mainly, like I said, I'm a drummer, so the percussion is where I focus in on. But the the depth of Latin music and the rhythms is it's just mind-boggling when you go from all the the various influences from you know Brazil to Mexico to uh, each region has its own flavor that it adds uh that it contributes to music specifically in jazz and um are, are you guys going back to how far back does this does this go because i mean it's really the origin of of rhythmic music yeah, it's, I mean, Latin jazz is the foundation of who I am because of my dad, so absolutely. Um, Tony Sugart, um, he is he put all this music together. He arranged all this music, and he did some covers and stuff. Uh, uh, but the diff- he's, he's Japanese and Peruvian, and wow. he's just amazing. And we're, we're actually going to do our own. I'm going to do my first ever salsa record with him. He's going to produce it with me. And... But the arrangements that he put together and going from different countries, from Peru, Peru, from where he's from and his family's from, from to Brazil, to Cuba, I mean, the music in itself, oh, my God. I mean, I called him after because I didn't get to see the whole thing when we were doing it. And when I finally saw it, I called him and I said, I'm, I am in tears because it was so incredibly emotional to see the passion and what Latin jazz music does and what it means and where it comes from, from Africa and, you know, different places and how it moved from this country to that country. It's just an incredible piece of work that he put together. And I, I advise everyone to try to see this because it is really good. No, it's a, it's a great, it, it, obviously, to, to do this and have this project and expose this music is wonderful. And I found throughout my life, and I, I've I've loved, you know, jazz forever and but there's there are people who just oh jazz they, they 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 bristle and Sheila have you ever have you ever I find that if when I introduce somebody to uh, to jazz or different types of jazz especially Latin jazz which is so in, infective and, and uh, infectious and you, you just, it gets in your 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 system makes you move yeah do you do, do you love that thrill of turning somebody on to this music because I haven't I've never had anyone go oh I, I still don't like it they come around instantly. <laughs> No, they. I agree with you 100. percent It's like I think it's that percussion aspect of it as well that uh, so important that makes you move. And I don't know. It just I I can't help. It's like I just. I mean, again, growing up in that environment, it's like uh, sometimes I tell people if we're playing it live, and you see some people sitting there just looking, and I'm like, Are you? I'm not sure why you're staring because I can't understand why you're sitting when you're hearing this music. <laughs> And I point them out. I'm going, how are you sitting down? I can't even stand. 
stand up here and just and be still. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, they get up and they kind of laugh. It's like it's okay, you can move. We're not judging how you dance, but how can you sit there? That's worse. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, let, let me let yeah, me ask you because you're you're so revered, and I always love to find this out. Who are the drummers besides? We talked about some, you know, the YouTube uh, phenoms that are that are out there. But but who really? Would you say uh, informed your sound? Who was the most besides your father? Uh, you know the, the way you play. Who who was the biggest influence? Uh, besides my dad, I would say uh, Tito Puente ah. because he he and my dad were. Real, I think they met. I always say it was they were sixteen. I think they were eighteen when they first met. So they they were hanging out before I was born, and um, they he, Tito would come to the house, and then my, when when. Tito would come and play in the Bay Area in Oakland and San Francisco. My dad would go see him, and, and then sometimes they would bring them to the house to have dinner. And So the influence of having Tito in my life as well was huge, um, even for my dad. And uh, and then Mongo Santa Maria, uh, as well as then Billy Cobham. When, oh, wow. You know, when, I, when I was interested in drums, I was 16, 15 or 16, and Billy Cobham came to... Uh, San Francisco, and my dad and I were playing in this in this club in San Francisco, and he was just floored. He walked in, just wanted to hear some music, and he's like, "Oh my God, who are you guys?" You know, we talked to him, and then he said, "You know, I really want to produce you guys. Uh, I'm going to leave on tour for a couple of months, and I come back. I would love to do the record." And we're like, "Oh yeah, we're excited," and we're thinking, "Everyone says that he's not going to come back and do it, but he, he actually did." So to be able to stand next to Billy Cobham, the most amazing drummer, to watch him do his thing and even practicing him and him having conversations with us. He would stand against the wall with a snare drum with his arms against the wall, his elbows, and just doing these paradiddles, these rhythms, mm-hmm. having a conversation and, and, you know, his wrist going really high. The sound never changed. Um, his work ethic of being able to do what he does, what he does... I mean, the sticks that he used, how he tunes his drums. I was like a sponge, and I watched him. I learned so much from Billy Cobham. Sheila, I'm going I'm to share this story. There's very few people I get to share this story that will understand it, but we have a friend who's a composer. His name is Michael Giacchino. He does all these movies, and we went to Los Angeles to watch him do a session for the Spider-Man Homecoming movie, and while we are in the studio, he was he pointed to the percussion room. He's like, yeah, so the percussion's recorded over there. He's like, yeah, on the other side of the glass, that's Alex Acuna over there. And I was like... <gasps> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I got to spend the entire day in that room next to Alex Acuna as he recorded this music. And I was just, I was like you with the, with Billy Cobham. I, I just, you know, they're the greats. And, oh, and you're just blown he's away. Amazing. He's, yeah, he's a good guy. He's amazing. And we both have the same birthday. And, and besides that, because while I was talking about my dad, I wanted to just say real quick, my dad and I made history as well recently that Latin Grammys announced for the first time they're giving an award for, to two people with the same name, as well as we are father and daughter. They're giving us the lifetime achievement. Oh, that's awesome. Well deserved. Yeah. That's so awesome. Very well deserved. Excellent. Well, thank listen. You, thank you. I had to throw that in there. No, <laughs> we, no, we, no we love no. hearing that. Be happy about it. Be, don't be shy. And, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're stoked for you and your dad and, of course, your Hall of Fame uh, nomination into or uh, induction into Modern Drummer Magazine, but we'll be watching great performances, Roots of J- Latin Jazz on PBS. It's Friday all month long. It's great to talk to you, Sheila. Congratulations on everything. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. All right, take care, Sheila. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. There 
she is a great drummer. Like, uh, she was, you know, Amazing. she hit with this song yeah. as a singer and does a little bit of percussion stuff in it. And in her video, she's playing the tamales and stuff. But she does drum clinics and things like that. And then you really see what she can do. So she mentioned Tito Puente. Who oh, was, I mean, there, there was a time when that, you know... Any cocktail party in any home, and oh the, yeah, the, the, that was going on the record player. Yep. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's great stuff. And I, you know, and I always think of like I love. It was just Santana's birthday a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and Santana oh. in, in incorporates jazz elements into his rock. Yep. And her dad, Pete Escovedo, was in Santana for a stretch there. So, yeah. all right, listen, we got to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have more of the uh, passes to give away for Great Adventure. We got a secret text word tickets to the uh, Rival Sons and more. Stay put. We'll be right back. UMMR.com. The one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop. And WMMR.com. We're going to get two contestants ready to go and do this another time. There's a new roller coaster at uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. It's called the Jersey Devil, and it's their actually their 13th roller coaster. Awesome. We've had people face off in screaming matches this morning to win four packs of tickets to go and experience this for themselves. So let's do this real quick, and then we have a guest we're going to talk to. All right, we got Mike on the line. Hey, Mike. Yo. Yo there, Mike. Yo. You're going to be facing off against Frank. Hey, Frank, good morning. Ad gay zook say. Ad gay zook I can't even say gay zook. Yes, it's hard. It would be ad zook's gay. Ad zook's gay. Very yeah, good. In big Latin. Word. All right, so Mike and Frank, it's simple. Best scream wins. Let's have you do it. Mike, give us your best. That was good. We almost hit the dump button. Almost. Yeah, we but didn't did. need to. All right, let's go to Frank. Frank, let's hear it. Give it your best. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Can we have a tie? Uh, yeah. Can we? Do we have enough? Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Or do you like uh, Mike better? I think Mike went for duration, but I also like the. Um, I like the uh, high pitch. I think he Frank went, scream. The the range of su- going yeah. from such a low to such a yeah. high. Uh-huh. If we if we can do that, might be we a can. Yeah, uh, you I, both win, hey! Mike and Frank. Yay! Hang on a second. We're going to give you four packs of tickets to Great Adventure uh, to check out the Jersey Devil Coast of the world's tallest. Fastest, longest single rail coaster in the world. 13 stories high, up to 58 miles per hour, three wicked inversions. So you can test your courage as you dare to take a ride with the devil. So we'll set him up with that and we'll do it again. We'll do it again before the show is over. Okay, taking another kind of ride. Yeah. Uh, This one is, well, the reason we have the jingle bells is because it's a Christmas in July motorcycle toy run that is happening. It's awesome. And uh, it's for Shriners Hospital, and we are happy to welcome from Shriners, Stephanie Bayarwa. <laughs> Bayarwa. I'll, I'll never get your name right, Stephanie. I'm sorry. Bayarwa. It's Bayarwa, right? Yes, Stephanie Byra. Thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime, man. We're happy to help out. We love, uh, number one, you know, love the Centurions who are uh, behind this. 
Uh, and also, you guys at the, I still don't know how you do it. I still don't know how Shriners Hospital does it, uh, that they offer up this free medical care. Uh, before we get to the event, if you could, Stephanie, tell people a little bit about Shriners Hospital and what you guys do. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Yeah, so we are located right on North Broad Street next door to Temple Hospital, and we provide care to kids that have orthopedic needs. So whether it is a broken bone, um, it is a kid that has scoliosis, somebody that has, uh, you know, born with a limb difference, um, kids that have spinal cord injuries, anything really with the body and the bones, um, that's what we're here for. And you're right. We provide all of our care regardless to everybody's ability to pay. And, um, you know, we take health insurance and, and you know, whatever is not covered, um, our organization takes care of it. And we have family from the Delaware Valley and beyond um, that travel for our care. And it's super specialized. And we're just lucky that, um we're able to, it's been 95 years of providing care um, in, in the city of Philadelphia and beyond. It's amazing because I watched, it was an extended piece on Shriners and, uh, you know, the, the fact that you guys do what you do. But the, the separate stories that were um, portrayed in this piece that I watched was just amazing because you had people who just thought, you know, what am I going to do? My right. kid is, what, what right. am I going to do? And there's Shriners sitting there ready, willing and it's just an amazing thing. Yeah. And so this event is uh, is really cool. So this is uh, to donate money and toys. And tell us about the, uh, the Christmas in July event because it's this weekend, Steph. Yes, it's on Sunday. So um, after a, a modified drive-by parade in 2020, we are so excited to be back in action. And um, we're going to be outside for the whole event instead of coming into the hospital lobby. Um, so... Go ahead and head up to State Road to the Police Academy to um, get your breakfast. And it's $30 a person and $40 a couple. And then the kickstands go up at 11 o'clock to leave the Police Academy um, by Highway Patrol. And if you've ever wanted to ride down 95 without any traffic, that's mm-hmm. your opportunity on your motorcycle. And then you come up Broad Street and drop off your toys and, and money and see some of the outpatients and see some of the kids at Shriners. And then they actually have an after party as well. So it's a full day nice. of fun. That's hey, great. Stephanie, traditionally, how many um, bikes are involved in this event? So traditionally, 500 to 600 <laughs> bikes. That's great. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of people. So the Centurions are really, um, they've done a phenomenal job. So far, $34,000 has come into the event already, and it's not even Sunday. It is the 25th annual event. They have raised $500,000 to date um, and thousands of toys. So they're very hopeful that people are ready to get back out there and do the fun events and and be out there after, you know, going on hiatus from from lots of, you know, charitable events like this one. Yeah, it's true because we, you know, we have stuff coming up. And and anytime I've just just made a a brief couple of appearances recently and people just come out. They want to be a part of it. They want to see faces again. And this is such a great event. And what I love about it is that, yes, there's the financial, but there's also the toys. And toys are so important. <laughs> they are. They are. And, you know, it's really it's it's a super fun day. And, you know, this is my 14th year doing this event. And it's just as exciting as the first one. And uh-huh. seeing and hearing all the roar of the motorcycles up Broad Street. And, um, you know, these people that come out and do that, they have such great big hearts. So we really appreciate it. All right. So what's the easiest way for people to get signed up for this, Stephanie? 
just show up. It's the easiest okay. thing. Just show up um, at the police academy, and um, they'll get you signed up there, and you'll get your wristband for your whole all-day experience. And, um, you know, you're also welcome to come to Shriners Hospital outside of our building to see everything happen um, about uh, 11, 11 to 30, really, to, to be out front to see the, the experience there. Nice. Well. And so if I want to ride in this, let's say it's it's the, the escort begins at 11 a.m., what time should I sign, uh, get there to sign up and everything? 830. 8.30. 30 okay. is when, when they start um, gathering up at the police academy on State Road. Okay, excellent. Well, you guys do great work. It's back to be. It's great to be back in full force, having these Absolutely. events taking place, and uh, it's just a uh, just a great sign that uh, that everything is is starting to turn around and uh, people just uh, want to give and donate and yes. be a part of these events. So it's excellent. So we'll get the word out for you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, you too, Bye. Stephanie Byra. There you go. Shriners Hospital. It is amazing. It's, it is. Like you said, it's incredible what they can do. I did that one year, uh, and it was the first time I was on a scooter. I had uh, gotten the Honda Ruckus. This is before I... Ruckus. Ruckus. Uh, it was before I was a proud owner of Vespa. And trying to keep up with these guys. I mean, it had a, a good... Sure. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you did get onto the highway for, for a hot minute, and I was a little bit uh, scared. Let me ask you something with with the um, uh, with the Vespa. Have you taken it out uh, with any frequency? I have it down the shore. Okay, um, and because Do you get to use it down there. Uh, no, well, so I have it at my cousin's house right. because uh, I've had I've run into some issues with storage. Okay, and it all stems from me not getting concrete work done. I was supposed to have concrete oh, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is and... this your neighbor again? No, no, okay. no. no. Nice. So I, I, I um. And I don't want to want to crap on anybody, but I had set the wheels crap in motion. Away. I set the wheels in motion to get concrete done prior to Memorial Day. Oh, I, right. I had started the process in January, uh, and the company and, dropped the ball, right? Yes, and so here we are. It's July twenty first. I still haven't done anything, and and so there are so many things that I can't do until after the concrete gets done. So that right and, now you're in in uh, limbo. Yep, with the yeah. scooter. So, All right. I bought a car in October, and I still don't have it. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> it's part of the deal. Well, it's part of, you know, the the, the microchip. Uh, the, the, all the, that stuff, yes. Yeah, and all these things. So, and, and Do you we, need a dashboard? N- you yeah, n- yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? I could probably pass on that. No, but I've had, there's some other, uh, you know, work issues that we have scheduled as well yeah. that were supposed to take place before the summer, and they're not. Pandemic put a, a, a lock on a, on a whole lot of different things, and it's yeah. just it's super-duper frustrating. Listen, there are worse problems to have. Trust Absolutely. Me, not we complaining at all. I get it. No, but we, we're empathizing because what we're going through, everybody's going through. There, there's there's work shortages. There is uh, product shortages. You know, So, yeah. so everybody is, is feeling... The the um the sting. sting here, and so you know I know somebody who was trying to get porches, uh, not porches. <laughs> what steps I'd like done? To, I'd like to buy a few porches, porch, please. Porch steps. Okay, Actually, steps done on the porch. What? There are two porches involved uh, because there's like two floors, but. <laughs> So right now they have steps that are serviceable, but the steps that they have are temporary. And these things were supposed to be done in uh, May. Did they go to porches and such? (laughs) Porches and such. Porches and such. Porch Palace. Yeah, actually, porches are a big thing. Uh, Yes. Uh, But listen, so so this this residual effect is gonna is gonna continue for for, for a while. It's gonna take a while to come out of this whole. You know, but if if you find yourself getting wound up. 
Push it down deep yes, in you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hold on to Crunch it. Press it into a little Crunch ball. into a little uh-huh. ball. Shove it deep down inside. It compact it so it's near explosive. No, and you then don't... explode on somebody for no reason whatsoever. Right. Actually, you know what you could do to, to help you feel better? What? <laughs> Go get a hot dog because it's National Hot National Dog National Hot Dog Day! It's National Hot Dog Day. It has been like... The... The last two weeks have been, yeah. what, National Mac and Cheese Day? Ice cream. Ice cream. There was another one that was right in this vein. I mean, it, if, if we get National Pizza Day soon. <laughs> well, I've never seen, so obviously. Oh, French fries. French fries. French fries. French fries. Yeah. We, we check, um, you know, we, we check stories. We check the news. We have our different sites that we go to and so on and so forth. And I've never seen such a regular uh, consistent announcing of what food day it is than the past month. Like, multiple news sources caring that mm-hmm. today is yeah. National Hot Dog Day. Mm-hmm. I had my best hot dog of the year uh, on <laughs> of Monday. Year. Of okay, the year. diary? Uh, of the journal? diary, yeah. I was like, this, okay. yeah, this is easily number one. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to, I played golf on Monday uh, in Stone Harbor and the golf at the turn. Dude, have you ever had the a hot, hot dog, dog at the turn? Hot dog at the turn. It's an Have important you ever seen thing. Grown man pleasure. <laughs> it's an important thing in golf. It I'm is sorry, hot dog ahead. at the turn. Hot dog at the turn, and All you right. can order it ahead, right? So you called right uh, right before you tee off on the ninth, and so it's waiting for you when you when you get to the turn. Hmm. It was a big hot dog on a New England style bun, which Ooh, actually with poppy that. seeds. No, 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 no. New England style is it's almost like a like a piece of bread that's... with a thick accent. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They love these hot dogs. <laughs> these are great hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So pre-ordered was the way to go. Yeah. Because I think I would want it grilled when I got there. <laughs> I mean, know? it was ready. I okay. mean, it, was, it wasn't like it was I'm sitting there. You no, ready no, to no, have no, your no, mind no. blown? Play, playing one hole of golf should take you less than 10 minutes. Well, you said when you start. No. No, no. When, start at the, on ninth. the ninth. Oh, the ninth. Yeah. Well, what, what, no, what, no, does I'm the whole dispense hot dogs? Well, no, no. So Casey ordered at the beginning of the ninth. When you go to reach your golf ball. <laughs> well, the hot dog pops up out of there. I think this is an idea. Oh, I'm going over. <laughs> I love it. It's like the hot dog cannon. I like that. Um, you ever had a hot dog in a baguette? Like uh, French bread? No. no. It's really good. No, but I had so, a hooker with me. <laughs> that's not what this, I... Oh, so wait a minute. Hold on. I'm, I'm intrigued. Hollow it out. Do you, ho- you hollow it out? Uh-huh. Yeah. You make a little, uh, a little tunnel? That's exactly what you do. What do you do? You make a little tunnel. You hollow it. Hollow! And then you shove the hot dog. No, but I yeah. am going to try that. Yeah, hot It's going to be difficult to hollow that out. In the uh, in the baguette with the uh, hot dog tunnel. Son of a bitch. Really Son of a bitch. Oh, uh, where do you put your condiments? You just dip it as well, you're eating it. Well, that's a great oh. question. What I like, like to a, do like is... Like a roast beef and gravy. I like to squeeze the... Uh, and I know you guys disagree with me, but I like to squeeze the ketchup into uh, the baguette. Uh, stop. I don't care. Okay. Uh, into the, the hot dog it. tunnel. No, I did <laughs> you, not. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I would <laughs> squeeze your mustard, mustard in there. Take your stupid mustard and put it in the... No, but uh, yeah. So I put the uh, the condiment in before the hot dog so Ooh. that the hot dog tunnel Listen, is if you want to confess to owning child pornography now's the time because we're so horrified by the ketchup we won't even care uh, uh, daddy is gonna try this this daddy week oh daddy likey i have to tell you something casey and i want to get your opinion on this i had a a uh, vegetarian hot dog that was actually a carrot prepared algorithm and i thought the same thing i thought the same where? thing where this I, I had it from this place algorithm restaurants it's doing the charity thing i will whatever. try it because i like carrots but... and, and i'm like i was like you now listen it's not a hot dog don't call it a hot dog yeah but it is damn good yeah. i'm sure it's good yeah yes 
I got another question for you, and this is not a debate, but... Um, not the sandwich thing, no. No. Okay, thank okay. you. I'll stab you. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of that argument. It's No, but it, it, it could turn into an argument. Would you consider a hot sausage a hot dog? If it's... Huh. Do you no. know what I'm saying? No. No, it's not no. a kielbasa. No. No, no. 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 I'd, I'd call the hot sausage. I'd say different. Okay, I'd, I'd, so if I wanted to go to pretzel philadelphia pretzel factory today to celebrate national hot dog day and got a hot sausage inside the pretzel get a hot dog inside the pretzel it's not as i good think as it's hot close sausage, i think it's close enough yeah but yeah but if but you want to be a liar if you sausage. want to lie to yourself <laughs> sausage and hot dogs are a little bit different i agree i agree it's a different it's 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 a different enough for me it would be similar to the sloppy joe hamburger argument right we got into a really lengthy discussion amongst my family about what constitutes a banana split uh, because my wife contends that it has to have uh, strawberry, pineapple, and chocolate. Because that's the way they make them a Dairy Queen. That's like the st- that's the default banana split. And I said no. no. And I, listen, I don't want to get into an argument. I said what makes a banana split is you take a banana and yeah. you split it. And you put ice cream in between it, and then you can do whatever you want after that. Right. That's exactly. a banana split. I've never had it right. my whole life. I, really? They're great. Split. Yeah, nothing. I, I just have never gotten around to it. I, I, I've I, had I, them. They're, they're fine. Okay. They're not my favorite. Yeah. I, like a, I like a regular Sunday, you know, with hot fudge. You know what I like? Meat. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and I haven't had one in a while, but waffles and ice cream. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's go back to hot dogs. Okay, okay back to Because it is dogs. National Hot Dog oh. Day, and we, we, we talked about ice cream last week because it was National Ice Cream Day on Sunday. What? I, I'm going to go to Nifty Fifties and get a Texas Tommy. Okay, that's how I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> I think that's good. I can oh also... my God! I got to tell him. I'm going out later on for waffles. So here's what I can do. I can I can post uh, date celebrate the uh, French Fry Day, Ice Cream Day, and Hot Dog Day because I'll get the Texas Tommy with Pistol Pete spicy cheese fries, and I'll get a Belgium waffles and ice cream. Oh, and man. that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to eat all by myself. You're going to eat? Okay. I'm going to eat, eat all by myself. You're doing this? You done, are you done eating, sir? <laughs> You're doing this? <laughs> You're doing this today? I'm a, do you want to come with me? I don't know. Yeah, you do. I'll wait for you to you be do done. Because you know why? You don't have anybody at home. At home. That's right. And I have an appointment that you want to blow off. No, that's near Casey's house. <laughs> oh, and we can okay. go afterwards. After my appointment? Yeah. Or do you want to go before your appointment? I don't know. We'll talk about it We'll later. talk about oh, it Oh, you later. should do it, Preston. I would love to eat with you. <laughs> I eat alone. What are you guys eating? I eat on my planet, too. Um, <laughs> there's a text, and I think this describes this properly right. as far as hot dogs. It says, a hot dog is a sausage, but not all sausages are hot dogs. That's true. Okay. So a hot dog is a type of sausage. Right. Just like- sausages. We should play that whole clip. Okay. It's not National Sausage Day. Yes. But it's close enough. National Hot Dog Day is a good excuse to play that entire sausages clip. So we'll have Casey uh, look that up. It might be under Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. I didn't realize that hot dog. I mean, it makes sense. I never really thought about it. But yeah, kid. It is a sausage. It is. I was there's an interesting in the hall. dynamic with uh, sausages versus hot dogs, though. To, like a, a grilled sausage, there's more like. Um, Ice. Juice that squirts out when you yeah. bite it, like the the casing right. is thicker, mm-hmm. and therefore the uh, juice when you is stroke hotter. the shaft, yeah, right. When you, <laughs> so you move your hand up and down on it. Where are the sausages? Where are the sausages? You said you'd bring me sausages. I don't see no sausages. I want sausages. Sausages are good. Sausages are good. We are all sausages. I want sausages. I 
<laughs> All right. So there's <laughs> there are a couple of specials that are going on uh, where you can get uh, like uh, complimentary hot dogs. Yeah, right? but only not many in our area. They so can suck it. Seven <laughs> Eleven. Uh, the quarter pounder big pound. No, the quarter pound big bite. Hundred percent hot. Hundred percent beef. Hot dog. That's a big name. I'll tell you. It's available for you to eat at, uh, <laughs> no, for just is $1 in honor of National Hot Dog Day, but it is available through the end of July. That's good eating. I'll tell you this. Um, I I was on a 7-Eleven hot dog kick for quite a while. They're all beef hot dogs. I love their hot dogs. Yes, you do. 7-Eleven hot dogs. Yes. Hold on, wait. Vince has something here to, to share. Vince, good morning. Morning. What's That's up? your nut sack. That is. Thanks for being my mom. What's up, buddy? Ball sacks are yummy. Yeah, how's it going? So uh, there's a, there's this thing called a puka dog um, that my wife, she had family live in Hawaii. And um, it's literally a, a, a roll. They hollow out a hole, which I found out puka is a Hawaiian word for hole. Okay. They jam, you, can, you can put condiments on the inside of it, like cheese, onions, whatever. Really? And then they slide the hot dog in the hole. And then there's, there's this special Hawaiian sauce, which I had some secret, hmm. but I just use mayo and ketchup. And I said, well, this is my Big Mac dog. I don't care. Hmm. And it is the craziest, best thing in the world. So we're looking at a picture of, I think, Ooh. what you're describing. It does look kind of good. Puka yeah. dog. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Other than the ketchup and mayo thing. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate it. Though. Yeah. I mean, that's from Endgame. Who puts mayo on a hot dog? Probably one of your brothers. What? Uh, it's, very, it's the very beginning of the movie. All right. You know. Who wants it? You you want uh, ketchup or mayonnaise? And then Hawkeye says to his daughter, who puts, "Oh, who puts mayonnaise on a hot dog?" Oh, when they're at the the picnic scene. Yeah, yeah or so she I, says it to him, and then he goes, I "That's it was probably ketchup." Yeah, and then Thanos kills, kills her. And then yeah. he says, uh, two mustards, thanks, Baba." And mm. then they all disappear. Mm. And then it continues. Yes. All right. So here's some other ones. Doghouse. It's house spelled H A U S. We have any of those around here? No, I've been to them though. They're, uh, I think, more out west. They have a deal. Field roast. Anybody ever heard of that? Uh, no. Nope. McAllis- McAllister's Deli and Auntie Anne's. Okay, so Auntie okay. Anne's. Yes, I've heard of Auntie Anne's. Uh, of course you have. Yeah, Auntie Anne's kids pretzel dogs. Pretzel which dogs are made of sweet pretzel dough wrapped around a bite-sized hot dogs. Available for a limited time at McAllister's Deli. But Annie Ann's has, I, I got a pretzel dog from them uh, last week, earlier, yeah, at the end of the week last week, and their hot dog, uh, pretzel hot dogs are Nathan's hot dogs. Oh, okay. Are they? Well, that's, that's I, pedigree. I love those. Uh, so Nathan's famous, speaking of that, at their participating locations, you can get a hot dog for half a cent. Half what? a cent? No. It says what do you zero, need, saw? It says 0.05. That's zero. five cents. Point zero five. It is? Yeah, because if it were point five, it would be fifty cents. So that's thank five you. Cents. Thank you. Yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> if you can get one for a hay penny. <laughs> Half a penny. Uh all right, so five cents, hot dogs. Hot dogs okay. for two quid. Eleven AM to two PM at participating location, so make sure they participate. Uh Teton Waters Ranch, no. What is these these places are absolutely we have to have places that are participating a, in this area. Uh Wiener Schnitzel. Ah yeah, okay. is a I remember those, but I don't think there's any around here. They have Wiener Schnitzels used to have the the long dogs. Yeah, they have a special. What uh does Pink's uh, I was gonna ask is Pink's on the list because I did an appearance yeah. with them. All right, yeah, they're they good. Are hot dog. They, they gotta good. have something, right? Yeah, I would hope they so. Gotta the they of- just gotta <laughs> They're in the King of Prussia Mall and they will serve you a dog that's like a meal. You know, it's like a eight pounds of chili on top of it. You're gonna want to use a spoon. Uh-huh. And Pink's is the place in California where they were. For the, the helpful hardware man. No, no, where they have the big hat. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. Right? The uh, yeah. the franchise CEO came in here, right? With yeah, they brought a whole bunch of dogs, and yeah. they were sensational. They were such a nice, um, you know, and they've been running the business forever, so I vote pinks. And by the way, Ace is the place. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. The home not, the pink hot dog. Like no, not the pink hot dog place. They should sell hot dogs at Ace. Uh, let me go to Tommy. Hey, Tommy, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you at work today. Nah, it's all right. What you want? want? Wingy. <laughs> What do you guys said? You, you guys are talking about hot dogs. What about Jimmy John's? Right what about it? Jimmy John's? Yeah, we had them bring stuff in. Do they us. have some specials? I don't know if they have any specials. Well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy John's has hot dogs. All right, thank they you, have, Tommy. Uh, Frankfurters. What? Appreciate it, brother. Okay, I, yeah. I did not realize that. I, I like the regular sandwiches. Yeah. Frankfurters. No, 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 Steve. Jimmy John's the the lone franchise. The one, the, just the one on two hundred two. Yeah, oh. down by Chad's. Um, yeah, uh, Painter's Crossing. Right. We we had that uh, conversation a while back, yeah. and we're confused by it then as well. Like so. right, Dow's and McDonald's. Right, right, yeah. yes, right. The Big one, Mick. Yeah, they don't use sesame <laughs> seeds. All right. Uh, anyhow, Happy National Hot Dog Day. We got to take a break. I've been told, so we're going to do that very thing. Um, yeah, we got the beat file coming up next. Stick around. We also have uh, secret text word rival sons. We're going to give away. Uh, some more passes to Six Flags Great Adventure. Still a lot to come. We'll be right back. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Before we go to the screamers, I got this text. It says, random question for a friend. Uh, think that the beat from We Buy Any Car commercial is a good pace for bumping uglies. <laughs> uh, WeBuyAnyCar.com. Uh, boom, 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 fast. Boom, boom. Any, any. Only any, towards any. the end. Yeah. yeah. When you're about to shoot. Jesus yep. Christ. Then. Yeah. Okay. Finishing yeah, so I was going to be a little more. Uh, you're finishing move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish it's, him. It's your finishing move. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. The we guy buy who's in cars. Oh, yeah. The guy who dances in that commercial is very good. Have you seen him? I oh. have seen him. And there's a, yeah, he's very acrobatic. The commercial's old, too. It's, it's yeah, been around it for 1952. Something like that. Yeah. No, it's been at least 10 years yeah. that that's been around. Um, let's scream. We're looking for two callers who can scream at the top of their lungs to win tickets to a four-pack of them uh, to go and ride the Jersey Devil at Great Adventure. It's a new roller coaster. It's a... Single rail roller coaster. I love it. It's the tallest, fastest, and longest one in the world, by the way. All right, so we got Susan on the line. Hey there, Susan. Hey, guys. Welcome to the contest. We're going to get you to scream in just a moment. And first time all morning long, we have a female female matchup. Uh, we have Kim on the line. Hi there, Kim. Hi. All right, Kim, we are going to do the screaming, and we're going to go with Susan first. So, Susan, give us your best roller coaster scream. Go for it. Wow, I like the duration. Woo, yeah, woo. Yeah. There's variations of woo, yeah, woo on that. All right, so that's Susan. Let's have her go up against Kim. All right, Kim, you get to give us your best, so go for it. similar in the, in the performance. Mm, we get to vote now. I'll go first. I, I think Kim had a little uh, raspiness in her scream a couple of times, and that's what won me over. So I'm voting for Kim. Ah, what about you, Case? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, 
I guess I'll just go with Susan. I got, I got to tell you, I thought all of our other callers before this were way better. Yeah, so, but they're going up against each other. I know. Each other. Going, I know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, but, matter how they went against the other one. Susan Come on, went longer than Kim, so I'm going to go with Susan. Okay. I kind of uh, yes. I, I I I gave it to Susan for the duration. So I'm going. But Kim did a great job. But I'm going to have to give it to Susan. All right. So that's two for Susan, one for Kim. Nick, my vote also goes to Susan. All uh, right. Susan's the winner. Sorry, Kim. I was pulling for you, but you're out of here. And Susan, we got a four pack of tickets for you for Great Adventure. All right. Oh, it's amazing. Thank you so much, guys. You bet. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And don't forget that it's got three wicked inversions, 13 stories high, speeds up to 58 miles per hour, and is the world's tallest, fastest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Jersey Devil at. Six Flags, great adventure. All our screamers were good. Yeah, yeah. Kim did, did a great. It's just you know, it's just a little bit. Duration was what nailed that one. All right, so let's do the bizarre file. Yeah. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you this mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> Brought to you by the mummy. Brought to you by the mermaids. Uh, no, dermatology associates at Plymouth meeting. Recruiting for vitiligo study to test an investigational treatment. And adults 18 to 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available. More info at PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. We're going to start with a follow-up story. An apparent miscalculation of the weight of fireworks detonated by police is suspected in the explosion that shook a South Los Angeles neighborhood late last month. You remember that footage? According to preliminary findings released on Monday, what was meant to be a safe detonation of homemade fireworks ended in an explosion that injured 17 people uh, where the Los Angeles Police Department officers had spent the day seizing a large cache of fireworks from a home. Officials said police opted to detonate some fireworks that were leaking and deemed... To be too unstable to move, so they loaded the explosive material into a total containment vessel with an iron chamber designed to entirely contain the explosion. The officers estimated they were putting 16.5 pounds of explosives into the vessel, which is designed to take a maximum capacity of 25 pounds for a one-time detonation. But investigators later weighed the remains and calculated that just over 42 pounds Whoops. of net explosive weight was in the vessel. So it was almost twice than what this particular container We're really was. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the department believes human error led to the miscalculation of that amount of material going into the vessel, explaining that the LAPD team calculated the weight of explosives by slicing into two firework samples, extracting material from the inside and estimating the weight but not by using a scale. Yeah, how about just weighing it? Yeah, another theory is that the vessel or some of its components failed, but the investigation is ongoing. With the wide range of models and increasingly affordable pricing, drone flying has become an extremely fun hobby for many. A 56-year-old man in China, though, became the first in his prefecture to get busted for violating the newly enacted law against flying a drone while intoxicated. Ah, the suspect had consumed eight cans of beer between the hours of 7 a.m. and noon. Interestingly, interest, interestingly enough, all that morning drinking motivated him to start cleaning his room. And while tidying, he happened upon a drone, which he had bought a few years back, oh. took it out of the box to see if it still worked. And upon learning that it did, the drunken suspect abandoned his cleaning ambitions to take it for a spin. However, while in flight, the drone, which weighed about two pounds, Collided with the window of a nearby residence. A neighbor called the police to report the crash, and the ensuing investigation led them back to the suspect who admitted to the charges of drinking and droning. 
Uh, he may have been surprised to learn that such a crime even existed as a law regarding it had only been passed earlier this year when Japan revisited... I'm sorry, this is in Japan, not China. It's Civil Aeronautics Act uh, to include various provisions for drones. So what's he looking at, charge-wise? Uh, you know what it didn't indicate in the story? Not right. a whole lot. Probably a misdemeanor, right? Yeah, so as a result... Piloting a drone uh, under the influence became officially prohibited, and this was his first arrest of its kind in that area. Mm. Police and crews responded to reports of a man climbing a ride at Knott's Berry Farm Saturday evening. Knott's Berry Farm? Yeah, police and fire authority responded to the scene where a man climbed onto the top of Supreme Scream, refusing to come down. They advised the public to stay away from the area as they worked to get the man off of the top of the ride safely. Knott's Berry Farm issued a statement on the incident stating that the theme park was made aware of the incident. Please calm down. You're a moron. And the park personnel alerted local law enforcement and emergency responders. Uh, park officials turned off most of the rides in the park and evacuated guests below the tower. This is not the way of Knott's Berry Farm. It is unclear how the man managed to climb the tower unnoticed and how long he was up there before rescuers arrived. Uh, he descended the tower at about 9 o'clock and made it to the ground safely, and he was taken to a nearby hospital for evaluation. A bicyclist suffered serious injuries after being severely bitten by a large alligator while on a trail ride on Monday. Did it bite his hand? Uh, damn, bit his hand off. Uh, the man was riding... What was his... an alligator doing on a bicycle? He was... <laughs> That's weird. How does he even reach the handlebars? Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was riding his bike on a trail north of Jupiter when he lost control of his... Oh, it happened on Jupiter. Oh, oh there that, that, alligators that ride bikes yeah. Yeah. on Jupiter. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Okay. Alligator bit my hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, when he lost control of his bike <laughs> and fell into a body of water about six feet down an embankment, the female gator, which measured about nine feet, grabbed a hold of the man, severely, injur- severely injuring his arm. Yeah. Well, the water on Jupiter is a bubbling sulfur pit. And uh, the cyclist was able to break free and then crawl to an area where he was helped by a bystander. We have a picture of the perpetrator from the screen. <laughs> oh, God. He's actually wearing a, a suit with a bow tie. <laughs> oh, he blended right in. Of an alligator. There's no way you could tell that it was him. I still don't, I don't, think, that could, I don't think he could ride a bike like that. I think you would, if, an al- if you were designing a bike for an alligator. you just extend the handlebars. It would look, no, it would probably look more like a, uh, like a street luge. Like a penny farthing. Well, yeah. the pedals would have to be really high up by the seat. Yeah, so you'd have That's to That's the thing. It's not necessarily yeah. the handlebars, it's no, the pedals. No, yes. And the great thing is you would not have to put uh, uh, baseball cards in the spokes. You could just have the tip of your tail. Yeah, just uh, ding, 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 ding. Right. Yeah. Uh, fish and wildlife officers uh, secured the area and drove the victim more than a mile to meet the medical hosp- helicopter. His condition is not known. A professional trapper was able to locate and trap the gator a short time later. Is this your bicycle? Uh, and you know what? We'll wrap there. I actually, I'll mention this video that I saw on, uh, I was somewhere on social media, somebody posted, but uh, it said like the most Florida thing ever. Yeah. And these guys in this John boat and they were hanging over the side of it and you hear this. Did you see it? Yes. This guy's kind of uh, luring a gator to them and he's kind of tapping it on the snout and the gator opens its mouth and the guy takes a beer can (laughs) and he taps it on the gator's bottom teeth. Pokes a hole in it and shotguns the beer. Oh wow! <laughs> so nothing, no alligator bit any hands off or anything like that. No, but but he just reaches out, goes tap, and he, he slams it. I mean, it's just like come on, yeah, man. that close to getting his hand snapped off, oh but God. it actually kind of looked cool. It, yeah. it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. All right, and 
That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, let me give away the. Let's do. We can do this. Do it. No, you know. Yeah, let's, we'll do, let yeah, we'll, do, we'll do secret text word. Uh, and Nick. Do it. Oh. <laughs> You shall choose the caller number. 17. All right. I like that number. 215-263-WMMR. Caller 17. You need to know the secret text word. And uh, we'll also grab a random text word. And we'll come back. We'll give away some more of the uh, passes for Great Adventure and a few other things, too. We'll be right back. Stay down. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We've got music news on the way in a moment. We've got the trash on the way in a moment. We've got some stuff to give away in a second here. Uh, but in the meantime, we are looking for the winner of our secret text word. And I am going for caller number 17, which Nick called out. And that is Chris. So we go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Wonderful, Chris. going to be better for you if you can tell me the secret text word from today. I hope it's right. Is it snare? Snare. <laughs> Right, you got it, buddy. And we're gonna, oh, no problem, man. We're going to give you some tickets. Hang on the line. We're going to set you up with a great pair of tickets for Rival Sons. They're yeah. playing October 23rd at the Fillmore uh, with Dorothy. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Uh, complete details, WMMR.com. That includes an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs. Enter to win on the contest page and be sure that you're opted in for MMR VIP emails in order to qualify for that. We're also going to congratulate Dave Cross from Brookhaven. He gets tickets because we randomly chose him from all the textures this awesome. morning. Awesome. And you want to do a little shout-out, Yes, yeah, shout-out to the keyboardist from the Rival Sons, Todd the Mofo. Uh, he follows us on Instagram. He's a big fan of the show. And, Excellent. And he's very, very... Um, I love that. Yeah, he's uh, very active on Instagram and you know comments and likes all of our posts and stuff. So on Todd the gram? The Mo- yeah, on the gram. Yeah. Love it. All right, uh, so we're going to do the lesson question now. I'm going to hold on to our uh, passes for Great Adventure okay. uh, for After Music News. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Okay, so uh, lesson question. Uh, the prize today is a Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins prize Ooh. pack. The question that I have for you this morning is, a bag of potato chips can help with an open wound. What snack food could be used in a tracheotomy? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening, okay? Bag of potato chips can help with an open wound, but what snack food can be used in a tracheotomy? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for a vitiligo study. Very cool. To test an investigational treatment. And adults 18 to 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available. For more information, uh, go to PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, Jen Hartley has voluntarily checked herself into a Las Vegas rehab facility for alcohol addiction because she wants to be the, quote, better parent for her children. Hartley admits that since Ronnie Ortiz Magro from the Jersey Shore is the other parent, the bar is low enough to allow her to continue doing coke. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Terrifying moment outside Nationals Park on Saturday night after three people were shot in a melee. A spokesman for the Nationals expressed regret for replacing 70s disco night with open gang warfare night. Oh, jeez. It was just a bad call. And finally, newly single Kanye West and Bradley Cooper's ex Irina Shake are reportedly hot and heavy. Shake says being with West is like being on a fascinating quest to find out where that smell is coming from. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. 
All righty, we're looking for an answer. Uh, the question is, a bag of potato chips can help with an open wound. And what snack food can be used in a tracheotomy? And we will go to Greg as he was first in. Hey, Greg, good morning. Hey, what's up? Uh, Greg, we need to know what you can use for a tracheotomy. A bugle. Bugle. Yeah. I love bugles. Greg, hang on the line, dude, because for you, we have the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins prize pack, including a pair of Fandango tickets to see the film Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins, and that stars Henry Golding as the iconic G.I. Joe character, and it opens in theaters on Friday. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Horizon Hedge Covered. They are a sponsor, by the way. Hedge Covered when summer heat pushes you, uh, pushes your system to the max with up to $1,200 off a new cooling and heating system. Plus, Horizon can install it as soon as tomorrow. Visit horizonservices.com. Let's see. Foo Fighters fans are in luck with the band's rescheduled forum dates uh, now announced. Uh, The band, which was forced to scrap its July 17th gig at the venue after a member of the band's team tested positive for COVID, has rolled out a makeup date, and that will be August 26th. Uh, Tickets will automatically be valid for the new date. Uh, for refund inquiries, uh, defer to your point of purchase. What would suck is if, you know, you had those tickets and yes. that, that first date worked perfectly for you and then mm-hmm. the second date doesn't work at it, all. It's been known to happen. It happens. That's why they're going to offer the uh, the refunds. Coldplay will release their new album, Music of the Spheres, on October 15th. Spheres. Via a post that the band made on Instagram. Uh, they plan to drop the album track called Coloratura. What? Smooth sounds with Matt Cowper. This next <laughs> one is called Spheres. Coloratura. Coloratura. I think, I think okay. that's how you say that. It's sick. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, and they'll release that Friday as well as a new single called another new single in September. Do we have any ideas to what uh, this approach is going to be? Case I know you're a big Coldplay fan. Uh, yeah, you know their last few albums have. Um, Completely missed the mark as far as I'm concerned. All right. Uh, I, I haven't gotten into them. Were um, you bored by them? The latest albums, the, the most recent ones. Uh, yeah, well, so they had one album that was like a double album, right? Yeah. Uh, and nothing really grabbed me. I, I don't know. Maybe I... I Not bored, but um, um, uncommitted and disinterested. Well, <laughs> here's what I like about them. I, their sound has evolved exponentially over the years, right? So, you know, Parachutes is way different than... You know what what they're putting out now, and right. I, and I like the evolution because you know you can get bored from a band's sound. So and... if they're too linear all the time, if they don't listen, I like I like bands that I like to sound like the bands that I like, but I like them to also change things up a little bit. But like, so... yeah, it all depends. I mean, like Offspring sounds like they, Offspring. they've got a signature yep. sound all the time, and they're right, great. Right, but I guess it all depends on. The style of the music and, yeah. you know, so. But, like, Rush of Blood to the Head, I really love that whole album. Uh, Parachutes, I love that whole album. I'm trying to think of, like, what they did after that. Heavens to Murgatroyd. X, Heaven, yeah, Heaven, X and Y. Right? X and Y I enjoyed. Fix you. Um, they, yeah. They've gotten a lot more. Slippery when wet. Electronic. Like, That's Bon Jovi. Way bon Jovi. more yeah. electronic. And yeah. some of that I, I've enjoyed, <laughs> but just, you know, as a whole, I haven't uh, really been following along. All right, well. Yeah. Coldplay's post included a link to an album trailer as well as more details like that the project was produced by Max Martin. It also closed the state with the statement, uh, everyone is an alien somewhere. 
Yeah, man, that's true. Uh, the album's track listing is... Word up, brother. <laughs> uh, the album's track listing is a little different as well. I'm yeah. home world, I'm a, I'm a botanist. And, and Here I'm a play toy for a bunch of morons. <laughs> Wouldn't be like that. You're an alien, so it's, yeah. yeah. So an alien here, but yeah, I'm not on planet. I'm kind of a big deal. All right. <laughs> I guess just that uh, that degree doesn't really transfer well to Earth. Uh-huh. No, it's like uh, getting your medical degree in Honduras. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, technically, you can, yeah, yeah, you can well, work. Yeah, it's here. I can right. do it, but yeah. then nobody comes to me here. I'm impressed you two knew about Honduras. Oh, yeah. I've been here long enough. Okay. I'm glad he doesn't say Honduras. I mean, that movie about you came out way back when. So, That's right. Yeah. You've been around for a while. Long, long time. Uh, so <laughs> the, the bloom is off, if you know what I'm saying. The album's track listing. What would older E.T. look like? Does he get Does he get crotchety? And, I mean, did we be... find out that his mom is like 900 or something? Yeah, he's, he's several hundred years old yeah. from what I understand. Do you think they age at the same rate as Yoda? <sighs> Maybe. Very slow, yeah. I guess. Slow, you know, system, blood system. Look or do that. they say inappropriate things? Let me squeeze your ass. <laughs> Sweet. Oh yeah, I want to kiss you. I want to kiss. You. They just don't care anymore. Yeah. 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 Your mom is so hot. When I finger blast her, she's gonna get blasted. Cause look at these digits, man. They were made for loving you, baby. You're sick of kids. <laughs> He ain't been blasted. He's been blasted by the king. <laughs> he just doesn't care. No. Man, I'm old. I'm, I'm old E.T. I don't care what I say. <laughs> Eat a bag of D's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're, probably, more, you're more delightful when you ate candy. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. You probably don't even appreciate that we've named you E.T. That's not your real name. No. No. Yeah. Right. Actually, oddly enough, it's Gene Rayburn. <laughs> I know, I know. He was the host of the original Magic Kingdom. My good fortune. <laughs> it's like they kept calling him Alf, even though they he told him that his name was Gordon Shumway. Right, yeah. but they called him Alf anyway. That's kind of a dick move, right? It is. It's not respectful. Alf wasn't real, though. E.T. was. Oh, I see. Alf was yeah. a puppet. <laughs> I see the difference. Stop living so, in fantasy. On, <laughs> Back to Coldplay. The oh, album track listing is a little different <laughs> as well, and the five of the dozen songs uh, are represented by emojis. Uh, in May, the band released Higher Power, the first single from Music of Spheres. Spheres. All right, and then one last story. Chester Bennington's widow... Paid tribute to him on the fourth anniversary of his death. Talinda Bennington shared a photo of the Lincoln Park singer with a lettuce cup on his head, along with the caption, You always had a way to make us all laugh. You always made everything better. And when you put this lettuce cup on your head to make us laugh because our food was taking forever, you made everything better once again. That's a nice picture. Uh, she continued saying, I'm so glad that the kids and I have vast amounts of pictures and videos to remember you by. We miss you every single, every second of every day. You were the best person I've ever known. I see you and our babies every day. Lily is your mini me with her looks and beautiful voice. Tyler has your wit, intellect, looks, and the same obsession for trying to figure out space and time. And Lila, she has your heart of gold. 
When they were newborns, you wrote your hopes and dreams for them. God must have seen what you wrote because they are truly everything you wish for them to be. She added, I know you can see them. I would give anything to have you back so they could see you. But that's why we have our entire life together on home videos. And I'm glad I never stopped recording. Today, we will watch some of them and remember how effing amazing you were. I love you. Rest in peace. Wow, that's really hard. Well, fun. it's think of Sweet. what think of what's robbed. Think of what you know. I know. Again, as Pierre often says, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and and it's it's so sad because you know so much more. Think about all the life, all his you know the, his family. What he loved would have loved to have done and been spend time with his family. That's all gone. Yep. Uh, he was found dead July twentieth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, on what would have been the 53rd birthday of his late friend, Soundgarden frontman, Chris Cornell. So there you go. And that wraps up our music news this morning. We're going to take a break. And uh, no, I'm going to hang on to that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away the last of our passes for Six Flags Great Adventure. We're going to break. We'll get a couple screeners, uh, screamers. Hopefully you can hang on hold while we're gone. It's going to be a few minutes, but uh, let's get two more people who want to scream at the top of their lungs like you're riding on a roller coaster to win those. 215-263-WMMR. We'll come back in just a moment and have you battle it out. We'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. This month's band is Domini. Domini, your local shots artist of the month for July. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. On a Wednesday morning, coming to the end of today's program, we're going to do this one more time. We're going to give away passes, a four-pack of them, to Great Adventure, Six Flags. They have a brand-new roller coaster, the Jersey Devil. you got to scream for your tickets. But you'll certainly do it when you're on the roller coaster. So we have two people left that are going to go and battle it out. We're first going to welcome uh, Samantha. Hi there, Samantha. Good morning. We're going to have you take a shot at this in just a second, and you will be going up against Cody. Cody, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Let's go. Oh, Cody, wow. <laughs> energy, it, energy. It says here Cody's been waiting all day. Ah, oh, wow. So, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let, Samantha was the first caller in, so we're going to let her go for it. So, Samantha, when you're ready, let her rip and give us your best roller coaster scream. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Why do I do this? <laughs> yeah. She's still going. Nice work, Samantha. All right, Cody, who's been waiting all day, let's see if you can top her. Go for it, ma'am. All right, let's do this. We're going to the top. Oh, no, oh, no. Ah! 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 <laughs> little Ric Flair in there. I like the Ric Flair at the end. I, uh, I think Samantha beat him, but that's where my vote would go, Casey. Yeah, I um, I know Cody wants this really, really bad. I want this bad. Steve, but, yeah. I'm, I'm actually feeling a tie. I don't know if we can accommodate that. What do you think? 
Well, I mean, in both style and everything. Well, you went let's... with Samantha. I'm going to go with Cody. All right. You're going with a tie, if I can go with that. Well, play along. All right. So who did you go with? I went with Samantha. You? Cody. Samantha. Oh, Cody. Hey! hey! Look at that. Hi! Hey! Hold on. Your microphone's not on. What's that, sir? I could be the tie. No, no, you can't. No, no, no. no. We, want to give, we want everybody wins on this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to send it, but I appreciate it. All right. You're a good who man. Would you, who would you pick? Given I your... got to go with Cody. You got to ah, go with Cody. Right. But you guys are both... You're both now you're, you're both, both going to win. Hang on the line. We'll get your information, and we are going to give you... We had two sets left, so I we need to give those myself. I know. Four packs of tickets, and that is for the Jersey Devil Coaster. It is the world's fastest, tallest, and longest single rail coaster in the world. Awesome. Cutting-edge coaster towers 13 stories high with speeds up to 58 miles per hour. Features three wicked inversions. You can test your courage as you dare to take a ride with the devil, and that is at Six Flags Great Adventure. So congratulations. The devil. There you go. We're going to set you up. Devil. I want to thank Sheila E. Yay! Uh, she is hosting a Latin Jazz PBS special, Roots in Latin Jazz, out this Friday, and it will be on all month long. She's on the cover of Modern Drummer Magazine, and she is the first woman to be in their Hall of Fame issue. And are receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award for her with her father in November at the Latin Grammy. So that's fantastic. Yeah, she, she was, is a legend. And people don't, if they don't know, she's really a, a massive uh, a legend in, yeah. in percussion. Absolutely. So it was cool to have her on. And uh, thank you to Stephanie. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. Shriners Hospital, and they have their Christmas in July event that is with the Centurions, the Police Motorcycle Club, and it's a great cause. It's this Sunday. We have the details at WMMR.com if you want to grab those now. And uh, Pierre Robert is in the studio, as you heard just a moment ago. Indeed, indeed. And everything good in your world? Yes. Oh, and I bring great news. Oh, um, oh, I bring great news. news. Our dear friend, Captain Dale, went home yesterday. Yay! Uh, I went to visit him on Saturday at the rehab. Uh, he sends his uh, great love and appreciation for all our listeners' support he was on a ventilator for three months. Wow. He went in March 27th. Within a week, he was on a ventilator. Uh, he had not gotten vaccinated, um, had intended to, but just hadn't gotten around to it. Wishes he had. But um, but uh, he's, they, he's getting vaccinated as he leaves the hospital yesterday. Uh, and... Um, and he's doing great. Was he? Did they put him in a coma or anything like yeah. that while he was yeah, on the vent? It was full so, coma. Yeah. yeah. You, wow. you. I think a. I mean, I think it is a ventilator. Almost is a induced coma in a way. I mean, you're unconscious. Like they have to knock you out. Yeah. You, yeah. In order you to, to, to really mama that. said knock you out. You're, well, your yeah. body doesn't want that. It, it, you know, in down in their in your throat, I right, guess, or right. something. I, it's, I can't even imagine, man. The, the challenge of it for him, I mean, or for anybody, is if you're, you know, Rodney was on one for six weeks when he was dealing with cancer uh, side effects, and um, the challenge is you're inactive for all that time. Yep. So they have to keep turning you, you know, and then you essentially have to learn to walk all over again. Right. So um, that's, you know, been his challenge, but he's been in a rehab for the last couple of weeks, uh, and it's just joyous news. So Excellent. And he has a goal, uh, which is really also key to people as they're in any form of recovery from anything, 
of uh, joining the camp out. I knew it. Yeah, I had a feeling. It's just he's, he takes we, his vacation days yeah. and comes, or he has in the past, right. and and works. He's as good a good a man as you'll find. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a just delightful guy, and he, I mean, he's sharp as a tack. He did not yeah. lose an ounce mentally, which is great. Uh, you know, he's just got to relearn. You know, he's got little things to squeeze his hands, and he's moving his legs, and you know, he gets physical therapy to walk, but he's still got some breath issues. But uh, this is not something you want. So if yeah, you think about getting vaccinated if you. You so desire, but Do it. Um, but uh, Captain Dale, God, you know, after having uh, you know us lost Rabbi, and there was a point he told me. He said the doctor at one point uh, about two months in told his wife it's not looking good. Oh boy, uh, and you know you should probably prepare. And at one point his kidneys shut down, and then he she said she said to the doctor, which is great, he is a fighter. He's not giving up. And, um, you know, I just got goosebumps. So I just, I'm just so happy that he's, uh, he loves you guys so much, you know, and we he, love him. He's, well, he's we such, love him. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, you talk about a friend of the show. I yeah. mean, he's a friend of the station. He's the best. And, uh, a delightful human being. So absolutely. Here's to, to I'd love to talk Captain. to him soon, man. Yes. Yeah. That'd be and, great. And, and get him on the air. Yeah. And, and say hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, shall we do the letter of the day? I was thinking that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. N as in naughty. All right, and we have just one more letter to go. It's only three letters this week. We're giving it away tomorrow. All right, and uh, we have a pair of... Are we fr- giving it away today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. You're off today? We're, no, we're, right we're, we're here right now. We're giving it away You're tomorrow. To us while we're in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you guys here today? No, we're here. We're right here. Oh. Never, <laughs> you, never, you thought we were giving it away today? Word? Yeah. Just take right. whatever it is and make it plural. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, it's all right. No, no it's okay. It's perfect. It's yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, There'll so, just be a number of them. Yes. <laughs> We'll give it away tomorrow. One more letter to go. <laughs> I, I thought today was Thursday. It's okay. Isn't it Thursday? No, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, it's right. It's been Wednesday all day. But yep. Thursday's uh, Wednesday at Carbell. Uh, Thank you. A pair of front row tickets to see Jimmy Buffett on Thursday, August 12th at BB&T Pavilion. And some tickets remain at, uh, you can get them at Ticketmaster. Aren't you off today? Isn't it Saturday? Uh, that was a great. Yeah, let's not glance over that. Are you guys off today? Yes, we are. Did we're, I say that? Yes, you yes, did. Yeah, did. Oh. Are you guys off today? No, we're yeah, we're here right tomorrow, now. It's all right, man. I, you're doing a thing. I know. I think I think by off he meant off into the weekend. I see. Oh, we're off. That's, right. Yes. Yeah, the rest of the, the rest of the week. Surely yeah. the man could see we were here. Thank Clearly. You. Thank Clearly. you, Dad. Uh, <laughs> for for throwing me a little lifeline there. I was I was drowning. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the. Um, one time, DeBella called me and and he said, "You know, you got to come into work." And I said, "It's Saturday. Stop it." Yeah. And I'm laying in bed. He goes, "It's Wednesday." <laughs> and he goes, "Like not even Friday, midweek." Yeah. yeah I'm wow. Going, Don't do that to me. Fortunately, I didn't swear because we had no yeah. dump button. Yeah. And I'm sound asleep. And he goes, "No, it's Wednesday, and and you're on the air, and um, you're really late." And I go, "You are absolutely untrue." And I'm going to hang up. And then he goes. You really want to do that? And I all of a sudden, the, the slow, <laughs> creeping reality of the fact that not only had I overslept, but he was calling me and publicly humiliating me. <laughs> and then, 
Oh my God, I gotta go. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, fortunately, I lived in town at the time, so it only took another 20 minutes. <laughs> well, to right. me, that's one of the main reasons for the time that we've been doing a morning show. Uh, I want to live close to the station, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Well, we had a newsman, Bob White, uh, who was, uh, I got here and he was here at the very, um, uh, he was here only for a short time that I was here, but he lived in the Wellington where the station started because uh, they have apartments there, and he would come down in his bathrobe <laughs> and slippers and do the news and um, then go back up and uh, get That's the way coffee. things ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it ought to be. I really have no problem with that. Uh-oh. Anyway. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, what's up on the show today, then? Are you off? <laughs> We're um, off right now. We we have workforce. Oh, I've got more Elvis Costello tickets and the Imposters Sunday, October 24th at the Met. And they go on sale Friday. I've got them today. We've got Aerosmith, Workforce Blocks, uh, Dave Matthews Band, and Pink Floyd. All right. Excellent. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, the Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Acme. They have everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee. Of the Preston and Steve show tomorrow. Oh, we're wrapping it up in fine form. We're going to have William Shatner on the show. Yeah. Uh, he likes us to call him Bill. I remember the first time yes. we spoke to him. I'm like, yep, I don't Bill. know what to call him. He says, just call me Bill. What, uh, what's he pushing? Do we know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Always a great conversation. Yeah, he's though. great because his, his, uh, his show on History Channel is fantastic. How about this? Tomorrow, Tim Robbins. Oh, what? oh we got him. Oscar winner wow. Tim Robbins. Oh, wait. Wait. No. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Shawshank. Yeah. 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 Okay, excellent. Yeah. And... Are you on tomorrow? <laughs> I'm on tomorrow. And so is Kevin Smith. Yay! It's going to be a great show. That's, uh, that's a lot of biggies. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Yes! Preston. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the ba 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 ba